In the last few weeks, Good. both in world and out, we have been on the run. The Broken Tusk following, fleeing across their ancient routes through the frozen realm of the Mammoth Lords away from a very angry, uh, very large and very vindictive, murderous horde mm -hmm. of burning mammoths. And today, as we near what may not be safety, but might possibly be any sort of direction, the closest thing, perhaps, to a miracle we may be able to find in these lands, an ancient relic of both our past and theirs. First... We have to deal with this chick. <laughs> I hate Taurus. Is she the ancient relic of both our past and theirs? Last week, no. we came up uh, to scout the path, uh, the mountain pass between two peaks known as the Grandparents uh, that border a passage that leads back to the ancient Red Cat Cave. And, well, it's a good thing that we went to head out in advance to look because this fine specimen here was waiting in a blind atop a high mountain cliff overlooking this pass, seemingly hoping to poach herself a mammoth or two. And as we moved up to make contact and learn what she was about, learned we had no language in common, uh, we're able to communicate a little bit in Jotun through a couple of her dwarven porter, one of her dwarven porters, the new sum. She seems to have grown tired of this interaction and very dismissively conjured up a red orb in her hand to just cast out your direction. God, I hate her hat. We are coming in immediately. It's a pretty awesome hat, actually. I kind of like I don't know. Some no. initiative. My friends. Now, I believe you definitely had a scout and Aram was avoiding those. Avoiding so you it. can use stealth instead of perception if you so choose. But otherwise, give me them perception checks. <laughs> yeah, that sounds I got a right. 20. That, that sounds like I rolled a 20 on the die. <gasps> nice. Because <laughs> like oh, danger sense. Oh, okay. danger sense. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Uh, We've already got tokens <laughs> spread across the board here. The group you would come up this winding, relatively steep uh, path to reach this overlook above the pass, to reach this platform with this woman. Hey. I hate you. Well <laughs> I hate you. Sidious. Go for it, dude. <laughs> Verges, so he can end in one turn. Barbarian power engage. Hold the line. Uh, that's, steady, steady. There you go, dude. That, that's that's going to be built. That, that's appropriate, because he gave it to you for a purpose, not because you asked for it, so. Oh no. Stop See, it, Link. Hey, I knew someone was going to have tidings. Of course, it's, you know it's going to be Link. He has tidings. It's not enough for a reroll. Like, it's like, you, make them suffer. <laughs> oh no. I'm suffering. Aura of Protection. Oh, I remember that card. I don't. You can just lob it in our One of those dwarfs, uh, man, is just going to get so tanky with that. Never. Never have I seen a better time for you to hand me this exact <sighs> card. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a spicy one right there. Oh, yeah. Potency. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, 
Let's start over here at the uh, the far end, Ozash. We usually come around to you like last. Let's start. Again. I made that, this slightly too small. And it keeps falling you out of my this? initiative tracker. There's always one. That's there's always one. A little bit wrong. Just to put in there. Yeah, I'm just lazy. Ozash. Uh, 17. 17. Hanwe. Uh, Hanwe is at 13. I was. I wasn't sure if like that was despair were, clouding my eyes. I wasn't sure if that was like RPing, having a four, <laughs> or like legitimately disconnecting from reality and disassociating from a little bit things of that are about to happen. Aram. That's gonna be a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Verja. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. <laughs> Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Oh, we're in there. Oh my god. An Eighteen and a twenty on the dice will do that. Right. Some I mean, big. Things here. All right, so let me roll. Dwarfy. Um, the lady herself. Where is my thing? Get a twenty-seven. She's <laughs> gonna put her here. Oof. And the lads. If you had one chance. Much one worse. To duck away from this and run. <laughs> With a fourteen. Um, Dwarf. Dorf. Dorf. I oh. mean, they don't really like. They're we're rolling initiative because she's she's doing something and it looks unfriendly. Um, but the dwarves here are just in the middle of translating, and uh, <laughs> a glow comes from behind. The glow them. comes uh, as the one that's been translating from Jotun back to uh, this woman's native tongue looks over and sees her pulled out. You see here. Uh, you see this dwarf immediately put her head down and put her hands over. <laughs> <laughs> One of the dwarves just kind of rolls, uh, looks back at the sky, and the other one just looks over at you guys, somewhat expressionless, as Amka is the first to see and kind of maybe parse the danger that may be coming here. <laughs> oh boy. I want to pull Hanway out of danger. She is small and frail. I want to just grab her and try to just pull her back down this pathway that we walked up. It's a pretty steep path, so... Throw her down the cliff. <laughs> it's Gone. gonna be pretty... <laughs> Tuck and roll. I saved you! Yeah. <laughs> Give me an athletics check Oh, this here. is good. I'm good at these. Versus uh, Hanley's 4 DC. Yeah, no. I'm really good at these. My, my 4 DC like, is not good. You were just grabbing yeah, her. Yeah, I'm grabbing she's her She's not sure what's her, yeah. happening. She's a spell casting, and she's... Natural 20. <laughs> Hold gently like a burger. <laughs> <laughs> I just grab her and maneuver her back down the pathway with me. That's my whole turn is just me trying to pull her down the pathway to cover. You... I don't know what's happening. I'm not sure, but I don't want me or her being a target. You, with your full three actions here, I think could, uh, as Hanwe would possibly, like, realize after a moment what, that this was just you quickly pulling her down the path. Yeep. I'd say <laughs> three actions, 15 feet. For the pair of you down this steep nice. path, that's fair, and uh, a bit down, just enough out of the way, that as this Talden woman, as Lady Stoutmore, just sort of casts this red globe, almost like an oversized marble, out towards the group of you, oh. it sails up through the air and just pops, probably about ten feet above any of you, blasting with a near-blinding explosion of red fire. I'm gonna need Ozash, Verja, and Aram to roll me a reflex save. Oh, I can't use my orc superstition because... We've not gone yet. Yeah. No, this is this is a quick one. Oh boy. Reflex, right? Reflex save. Oh boy. So this is why I needed oh, that second card. Because <laughs> I rolled a two. Ooh. That's not bad. Spicy. That's not terrible. That's not bad. I'll take that. 
to oh, a three. God. Oof. It's all right. The healers got out of the way. Actually, healers the healer got out of the, out of the way. way and got me out of the way. So, um, what do we have, Aram? 21. 21 will succeed, Ozash. 20. 20 will fail. Oh, I critically I could have used that one. I got one. an eight. Eight absolutely critically fails. Okay, so, so we're going to have... I'm down. I'm going to give you the base damage. I'm confident you're down. I'm going to give you the base damage. Uh, Ozash is taking all of it. Vers is taking twice as much, and Aram is taking half. Well, that's the full um, Monty. Yeah, Dude, we've, we've roll got... the all ones. We've got the full spread. This oh. is... I literally got a Yahtzee straight. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, okay. That's okay. not great. You didn't so that, take me down! So that is... <laughs> 42 damage doesn't take you down? That was 17. That's, that's 21, Chief. 21. Okay. Math is hard. Oh, I'm that's 21. Okay. 21. So, that is the most oh, okay. average it could physically possibly. I look. I literally. Okay. I, there's no way you can see them from that distance. But I got. I got exactly a Yahtzee streak on the, the 66 here. I take 11, oh. right? Um. So you, you will. You will take 10, 10. because 10. you round down. Okay. I was actually taking 21. Sure Verja will take 42. Yeah, so I am down. Um. This explosion immediately. Oh, I am very crispy, but I'm still up. Yeah. Blasting <laughs> Verja down to the ground. Oh. And uh. Ooh. She just waves her hand a little further dismissively, turning back around. Vexilia Donovanoi, and sits back down, turning away from you to look back down to your following in the valley below. The, the dwarves okay? Um, the dwarves, as this kind of exploded up a bit away from the one in front of the, her hands that has been translating, just barely on the edge of this, she's kind of shaking off her hands a bit. And they look over at the group of you guys and um, start reaching for these big, like, bailing hooks I on their side. I immediately have to make a save, don't I? Um, yeah. You... Because I was before her in initiative. Oh, I, nope, yeah, you, you go, go to, to the two. end. Yeah. yeah. It would be Aram's turn now. Um, Arm kind of behind the rock, so kind of brunting it a little. Um, sees what's happening and will quickly, his eyes will split attention in all directions and he will go on a rampage. Um, I'm going to make a strike against each foe within reach. Uh, I'm going to draw, I'm going to quick draw my bow. Okay. Which lets me draw and shoot for one action. And then I'm going to make a strike against every foe within range. You are, you cannot quick draw your bow. This is the first thing you do on the turn. So you are gonna make one strike against everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You don't get like one pre-shot. You get no. one shot yeah, against that's everybody. exactly what I'm doing. And the, the order matters because you still get multiple attack penalty on this. Yeah. So as you were, you would mark the footsteps as your prey. Yep. Uh, Lady Stoutmore would currently be your prey. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay, so I'll roll against her. Uh, last, I guess, would make sense. Mm -hmm. So I'll take them in order of where oh, they are in front of me. Last? Yeah, so minus six pound multiple attack. Instead of 10. Power. Why not first to... You really dead, 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 turn. Uh, So that's going to be a 15. Uh, 15 will hit the first of these porters. Uh, then that's going to be a... 15 on Eight. the die. 18. Maximize three. It's fine. Oh, to hit. I was yeah, like, 18. what? Oh, okay. To hit. <laughs> like, I did arrow do 18 damage. 
damage. Okay, yeah. My 18, yeah. 18 will hit the second quarter. <laughs> like something's wrong there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's a three and it will go wild. Yeah, third was definitely not gonna hit. Uh, and then minus six on And then on minus there. six on this last shot toward Lady Stelma herself. Uh, that will be uh, an 18. 18 uh, is just going to whiz, looking to be pretty on target, uh, but deviating a bit just to sail over her shoulder as if some force had directed it just enough. Yeah. That's not going to hit. So you get the first two guys. Okay. You can just roll damage once, and I'll put it on both. Oh, cool. Max damage. Solid. Uh <laughs> So eight. Eight into both the two dwarves that are not the translator up front and Ozash. And you are now fatigued. I am. After this burst of speed here. Ozash is uh, already huffing and puffing from being extra crispy, but he's uh, he's not happy about that. Because of course he knows, uh, oh, I don't know to spell fireball, but I've heard of it. It's a pretty popular one. Yeah, it's a pretty popular one. So Ozas is just gonna, you know, start off running towards Lady Stoutmore, you know, shouting his, you know, his war cry, and he's, uh, I, I think I'm exactly 25 feet from her. Okay, yeah, it looks like it to me, I think so. Yeah. So my first action, I'm just gonna rush right to her, and I'm just going to s attempt to slam her off the cliff. Look, it's like a shove. Yep, shove with, oh, yeah. uh, I'll just use my shield if it matters, I don't think. Yeah, she just, she goes, Either way, you just drop it, throw yourself into her. <laughs> Yeats. And you know what? That's that's the two on the die. I'm gonna go ahead and exchange for a reroll because Ozash is gonna readjust his footing because you know there's a little charcoal in his eye. Yeah, just a little bit. A little angry there you soul. go. Here we go. Oh, oh, um, that spicy. is a uh, that is a 25. 25 will succeed. Um, so you rush up, bah! bowling her off this little stand, uh, moving her five feet, and uh, did you want action left? I believe. Yep. Did you want to follow? For free? Uh, fall for free. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he was uh, just slamming into yeah. her, so I think he's definitely just, going with I'm, her. I'm like full on rushing her. Uh, is she on the edge of the cliff? I can't really see from this she's angle. She's near the edge. She's oh, like, she, she's, she's near there. Her, she wasn't far back from it in the first place. She's about six feet from the edge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, maybe it's not so far down. and throw. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't cast shield because I moved, so. Sure you can. Yeah. Oh no, totally. I just can't move after. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm getting my. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do the smart thing and just cast shield. Magic shield is useful because, you know, wizard things. And as you kind of push her up, you're rushing past these dwarves. As she gets this like huff of air out of her, as you literally scoop her up off of the stool and stumbles to her feet. She turns around, looking more offended than hurt. Uh, and the two of the dwarves behind you, the two that have uh, taken a pair of these arrows, uh, reach to pull these little bailing hooks off and sort of almost a bit of a panic reaction, both start scrambling towards Ozosh here. Um, the one that's nearest is just going to, the one of the furthest to the left is just going to step forward, pull out this hook, and then just, just, just kind of like sweep it at your leg, mm -hmm. muttering something in what sounds to be the same language this woman is speaking in. And he sounds concerned. He seems more concerned about you running up and tackling her than the explosion that she just cast out. But he's gonna swipe this for an 18 to hit. He's just 
Ozosh is just Sweeping a little, it. even though he's big, he's just a little too quick for that dwarf. Um, and the other one in the middle is going to move up forward. Uh, he's not going to grab his hook or anything. He's just going to move up and immediately reach out. Try You see him trying to grab and like physically pull Ozosh like he's breaking up a bar fight here, uh, trying to pull him off of Lady Stoutmore. Uh, it is, he's going to attempt to grab you. So this is versus okay. your fort DC. And he gets an eight. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing he, really he, good. He hugs Ozosh's Is that a critical failure? Is that very well might be. What's your four modifier? Uh, that is a critical failure. That's a critical, and as he goes to grab you, you have so much momentum here that he ends up like just catching a knee and getting and knocked down and then scrambling back up to his own feet. Well, I was going to um, say, he, he uh, kind of just bounced off my magic shield because he's just there. Bonk. Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> Flops in the dirt for a second before he pulls himself back up. Uh, and uh, ready to keep trying to like separate the two of you here, but that's all his actions for right now. The third looks over, sees Arum shooting all these arrows, sees where they went, and uh, puts both of her hands up. Novox, Novox, uh, moves up to you and just goes to shove you back as you are in cover here at the bushes at the edge of the cliffside here. Uh, gives her the thumbs down because he figures that's the opposite of good. No good. Yeah. <laughs> 18 versus your four DC. Um, that is succeed. going to succeed. Uh, which is going to, as he moves, as she moves up, just shove you back over the edge of this cliff. But you're above the trail that you're at. Um, so as you. Amka, pull Hanwi down. You hear this, and you, you hear a thump and see Aram stumble backwards off of the cliffside, probably about 20 feet up. Now, you can use a reaction. This is a base level reaction that everybody has. I honestly think this might be strip the first time it has come up. In acrobatics, like grab a ledge. Grab an edge. It yep. is a reflex save. It's a reflex save. I'm it's definitely going to take that. It's a reflex save or an acrobatics that. check. It's one of, I'm pretty sure oh. it's reflex save, but I'm going to say it's reflex save. That's fine. You need a feat to use acrobatics. Oh, that's what it is. I knew ah, I saw okay. it somewhere. Uh, that's going to be a 20. It's definitely enough for you to grab the edge here. Uh, so instead of you tumbling down this rough mountainside 20 feet to the trail below, you are hanging onto the edge uh, right here. This dwarf would have move, moved up with the shove as well, up on the edge, up above you, looking down the trail uh, at the little trio of you kind of sprawled below here and Hanwe. Did you have a plan? Uh, oh gosh. Um, um, uh, Hanwe uh, is going to panic for a little bit. Everything's happening a little bit too quickly. Do I have to break Amka's grab? No, she she just pulled you back down the trail. I imagine she doesn't still I could, have a hold like of you're, Maneuvering a child. <laughs> I mean, I mean you rolled a nat twenty. I think you just bear hugged me and picked me <laughs> just up. Pick so. him up. I mean, that's up to you. Are you still holding on to Hanley? And I got her down. It's, You're like it's, a head okay. taller than then, me. No, you are good. Yeah. Okay. I should not speak for you. Yeah. It's in the confusion. Hanway is just kind of like, what's happening? Easy to move. Um. Hanwe is going to stride up. One, two, three, four, five. There. Five. Um. See. Ozosh is down. Um, Verja is down. Verja, I'm sorry. She's smoldering on the smoldering ground. Smoldering on the ground. Charred, uh, a circle of charred grass around. Amka's better at this than she is. <laughs> uh, Amka! Verja's down! Um, and uh, let's see here. She can see uh, Aram here, and she can see Ozosh here. You can here. see the whole situation from the, the top situation. of the trailhead here where you are. 
Moonlight Protect and Guidance on both Aram and Ozash. Thank okay. you. Thanks. Amka. Um, Amka is going to make her way back up to yeah, wherever I can get to on move action. Um, it's hard to count from here. You can get all the way up to it beside us. All right. Um, sunlight protects, and I'm going to heal my crispy friend here. <laughs> I'm actually crispy. surprised that Ojas is the only one that went down in that. That was a pretty big explosion. I'm Persia. down. <laughs> I rolled max to heal him, too. <laughs> Every right. D20 you've rolled today has been max. Every die you've rolled today has been max. You'll 20 different initiative. 20 for the athletics and the max on your heel. Are you cheating, son? You come to my table with those dice? I'm using the official Norse Foundry two-perception dice. Oh, using our fancy sponsored Norse Foundry dice with the two-perception logo (laughs) Mm -hmm. that you can use our discount code to get on their website? That's super Ah. cool. So how much healing is that? 16. 16. 16 to... uh, Verja. 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 And that's... uh, Now Verja's turn. As you would awaken to... Amka here and a little warm, probably. I remember very warm. She did a thing and then I felt really bad. Probably about how it worked out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not feeling very hot. If you shove someone into someone else. <laughs> Mechanically, it doesn't do anything. Um, I would let you make them flat footed. Mechanically, if I critical, can I throw both the dwarves off the cliff? <laughs> <laughs> if you crit a stack of two dwarves, I will let you move them both five feet. <laughs> Because you are two levels higher than these dwarves. I will let you do it. That'd be Dominoes. All right. Dominoes, yeah. Dominoes. I'm thinking that uh, I'm going to stand up and uh, in the middle of standing up, just already charging forward to tackle these dwarves off the cliff. (laughs) And you see one of them, again, just kind of pulling back at Ozash. There's like not a fight here. There's about to be. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's swiping with a bailing hook, so like he's yeah, he's got a pointy thing. The dwarf's not fighting, but uh, he is. <laughs> that is only going to be a 13. Yeah, with a 13, that wouldn't succeed against one of them, much less the both. So you slam into these surprisingly sturdy uh, dwarves for not standing terribly tall. They are bulky little boulders, they are, um, and much more resilient than you expect them to be. Hmm. Or maybe you just uh, don't it. really have your feet behind you after uh, rushing up. Stand up, move, shove. So, Stoutmore here literally just oh, ducks him! Is going to kind of edge over away from the brush around uh, to to the uh, the north side of Ozash here, just just taking one step as she like pushes, like, like kind of brushes off where you've touched her. And then points a hand down towards a very thin sword that she has around her waist. And uh, quickly incants up, Telecus Versia! And uh, just flips, and this rapier shoots out of its sheath uh, to just punch into you, like basically just punch you in the chest with its hilt. Shield. (laughs) Flips back over to her hand, and it's going to be an attack roll. Uh, I think at this distance it's gonna bump you, but whether or not it's effective is the question. I mean, I'm. It's gonna be a 23. Uh, I mean, it'll hit. I'm gonna pop the shield, that's for sure. Oh, wait, what's this? Yeah, you and I both found a card when, when I woke up, I guess. <laughs> Apparently. Hero points. 
Durm clearly doesn't have enough from Lelivik and Darmas. I better give Oza a shield hero point. Pass those down the table. Much appreciated. Um, so you, you pop your shield. It's going to reduce the damage this does by five. Which um, might matter. It's going to bump you for... It's, I mean, it's going to bump you for ten points of wow. damage. It's not like... So I'm going to pop my shield, and I uh, take a good smack in the chest, I guess. You'll take five uh, points of damage after your shield. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Ozosh is looking pretty, uh, pretty winded here. Yeah, that is absolutely like knocks the wind out of you with a handle, punching with the <laughs> present force for how it doesn't seem to move that quickly. And after it hits you, the handle of this rapier kind of flips back over and lands in her hand. And she starts spouting off in this language, which doesn't sound like, at first you're worried it's more magic, but nothing immediately happens. And again, she just seems to be Berating you? Mm -hmm. um, Fun thing is, you can't berate us if you don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm My, just minus four to intimidate. <laughs> you can, I mean, you can. I'm just confused, honestly. Yeah, so. you, you, she could be saying any number of things, but she's clearly not happy about it. But again, she seems almost more. She's more offended <laughs> than she is like enraged. Join the club. And uh, Aram, there's a lot of choice like hand gestures that are coming with this, and you're not sure what they mean. Uh, so when Aram went over the cliff, I imagine he probably dropped his bow. I think you would have to. Yep, uh, to yeah. grab on. Um, however, uh, he will um, very um, sprightly use his leverage on the cliff to kind of jump up in the air to get back over uh, the ledge. Um, and while he's doing that... Um, in his next action, he's going to draw his- Do you have a his... hero point card for this? Or are you just assuming you critically succeed this climb check? Oh, I'm gonna do it. Okay, <laughs> it's like this. It's happening. Like, did you pre-roll a 20 on this? This is, a, this oh, is an impressive, like, Batman launch you need to roll the mantle? When you can't get to the square directly above you. Yeah, you need, you need to. to get around him. You don't need normally for a mantle, but like you can't mantle into that square because the dwarf is there. Mm -hmm. So and she you can't to... mantle diagonally. Dude, you'd have to, like, shimmy over there I with this you, dwarf over you. So it's not like a this super hard climb check, but it is a climb check. This dwarf is going down. Whee. That's going to be a 19. Yeah, 19 will get you up on the ledge on the side of the dwarf, yes. And then you can continue. I was just like, that's a lot of flavor for a check we haven't rolled yet. Um, <laughs> impressive levels of confidence. Then he'll look at him, and he'll go, big mistake. And he'll pull his sword, and in one strike, he'll slash this guy down his chest. Okay. Ooh. Um, that's going to be a uh, 13. Oh, 14. Guidance. That actually makes a difference. Uh, 14 will well, uh, thank you, honey. just score across the front of her hair. Because they've got some heavy traveling clothes, but they're not armored. Armor's heavy. Armor's heavy. Mm, actually, is. hard to go mountain. Turns out most armor. people that aren't the player characters don't just wear uh, it literally all the time. And that'll be a ten points of slashing. I would okay. imagine most of the tribe probably keeps their armor on during the day. Well, if they're out scouting, yeah. yeah. You're also like literally traveling, and it's probably the easiest way to carry your armor. You're carrying your entire life on your back, so like you're a bit of an exception. And I don't think um, any of us. But ten damage is a good hit. But... And then I'll take uh, one more uh, slash at her because pull, draw, and yeah. Okay. Yep. You got one. Uno mas. Uno mas. No, it's it's gonna go 
way wide and it's going to kind of flow off of her sleeve. And this sleeve. is going to go down the table to Ozash from Rataloko220 to fill nice. him back up here. Yes, thank you very much. And speaking of, as you tell us what card that is there, it is your turn, good sir. Uh, push through the pain. <laughs> Appropriate. Push through uh, the cliff. Yeah. yeah, that's actually extremely fitting. I'm fine, but that one took a lot out of me. Wow, this is very appropriate. <laughs> How you looking? Conscious. Like he's about to push through I'm, the pain. I'm very alive for now. Well, Ozosh is, as she's, you know, kind of gesturing and speaking a language I can't understand, in typical half-work fashion. I'm going to attempt to shove her again. <laughs> There's a cliff right there. With the plus one, thanks from guidance. Uh, that's going to be a dirty 20. Dirty 20 will push her back five feet, push and her I back to follow. the edge of the cliff here. And you know and what? She kind of stumbles backwards, uh, seemingly caught off guard again, yeah. not expecting you to continue I made sure to use the back of my shield this time. <laughs> so, and then with with the fluid motion of like the back of the shield, Ozosh is gonna step and basically attempt to Spartan kick her off the kick, uh, cliff. <laughs> Boot. Uh, minus five. Minus five for a yep. second okay. shove. <laughs> Push cards the no cards. Push the no cards. It's a very risky one, but <laughs> worth it. Uh, that's going to be a 19. <laughs> 19 is her 40. So nice. As he uses the momentum, he, he screams... As he, you know, thrusts his foot forward for the broken tusk. <laughs> and you boot her and she stumbles backwards, uh, one foot going off the cliffside here. Did she critically fail? I rolled a natural one. <gasps> Goodbye. I rolled a natural one. Woo! I, was like, I, was, I was like, she's going to grab the edge and then we're going to go from there. But I rolled a natural one. What edge? There is no edge for her. There is no edge. She stumbles and reaches out to grab this as she falls. She's got the rapier in her hand, and she sort of like hesitates for a moment, almost confused that someone would dare to do this. <laughs> and by the time she realizes what's happening, she's already toppled fully backwards and plunges down this cliff into the valley dozens and dozens of feet below. Roadrunner. Uh, Roadrunner. You see her Disney villain death. This appearing <laughs> just like there's this distance, not even a sound that reaches you as she hits the ground so far below. Well, with my last action, as I <laughs> as I clearly have uh, taken care of the main problem, I turn to the remaining dwarves, and uh, I vaguely remember <laughs> I would presume the one that can speak Jotun. I There's the one that is currently getting uh, hit by a sword. Farsight. Yeah. By Aram, yeah. Okay. I look at that one and speak in Jotun because I too speak it for reasons. <laughs> As I'm raising my shield, be like, you put the run. Frost giants are a very real thing in the region. I feel It'd like it's just a language, language that they speak between the Are you, uh, you're too far away to intimidate him. I mean, but, I'm not, a, but I'm you, not can, like, you can I'm definitely just, just I'm just tell speaking him. as I'm raising my shield. And the two that are here, that were trying to pull you off, as a virgin comes and bounce off, one turns to you, he's the one that just has his, that was just trying to grab at Ozosh, and almost got the hook, and he moves forward, and you see him stop, as Lady Stalmore goes over the edge, and just put his hands up and drop his hook. Noxorum, Noxorum. 
Not good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I can translate we that. Know. Oh. <laughs> I'll bet I get oh. blamed for this. <laughs> oh! Latria Domina! Oh! And he, he turns back to the, the other one who is like looking at you. And uh, you just ran to, and he, he just, oh, 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 oh. Huh? Vargas. <laughs> <laughs> the one next to Aram is going to pull out her hook and take it and start swinging at Aram as she is no longer paying attention to what's going on over there. Um, <laughs> it's going to take a couple of kind of defensive swipes with this bailing hook. First one coming at a 24, <laughs> actually. That will succeed. Um, second swing. Blood's up. 17. Yeah. Um, Knock it aside. This, this hook is gonna, on one swipe, kind of catch into your side. It's not like it's a particularly mortal weapon, but it's gonna rip you for like five points of piercing damage. It doesn't feel good. It's gonna hurt. Ugh. And uh, at this point, she's looking over. She is focused on this. She doesn't appear to have like imparted what's going on over there. Uh, Hanwe. <laughs> just stuck a hook in my friend. They don't look like they want to fight anymore, but she just stuck a hook in my friend. Hey, stop that! Giant moon of magic. <laughs> That's a guidance plus horizon thunder sphere. Okay. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, that's sad. Thirteen is gonna just blast against the rock behind her, and she's she's just kind of swinging here with this hook. His arms coming down at her, and she looks over at you and sees you pull out this big, giant, obvious spell that's a whole round of setup and casting this thing, and sort of ducks under it and like looks back up towards you, and then it explodes behind her. Her eyes kind of go wide, and she just drops the hook. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> And turns, looking <laughs> around, uh, looks over to what's Virgil doing right now? Looking at her, about to charge, like grabbing for his weapon. Is, uh, and yo, no, no, um, peace, peace. After that, D not her, us. <laughs> Virge, to be fair, they didn't start it. You they're have just no tired. idea what they're what saying. They saying. Oh yeah. So. uh what do you think we should do with them, Dart? They don't want to fight. Like, hand on his weapon, I mean, ready to draw it. This is an obvious sign of not wanting you know to fight. Yeah, most like, it's are, obvious. Most of them are, like, visibly well, not engaging surrendering, Why are we all trying to look him. bigger? Uh, we're trying to scare them? No, this is... No, we're just hands. saying good. We're good. not going to fight anymore. Oh, good, okay. Good. Bigger, no fight. Virgil, should we let them go? Or should we have fun with them first? No, absolutely not. No, having fun with is them. Is this still in Yoten? Or oh, is yeah. This, is this still in Yoten? What, what are you talking speaking? about? Oh, I'm, I'm speaking in, uh, I guess, our version of common. Okay, uh, common. Holly, yeah, Holly, you can, yeah, it's still yeah, common. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What I said yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're good. Because yeah. no. me and Virgil understand what they're saying, but... Yes, you two understand both understand what, them, what, what the dwarf yeah. is saying. Yeah. No... Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, she's saying, sorry. no having fun. They surrendered. They're done. They're not fighting anymore. No, you'd see one of them, the one that was trying to pull you off, Lady Stoutmore, uh, just run, just rush away from Virgil and just rush right. Like, I'm not even looking. At yeah, like that. right past Ozosh to the cliff just to look over the side <laughs> where Lady Stoutmore had gone. Oh, Bond. 
Oh, one well, Vexno. He just sort of looks up at Ozash. Darba! <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at him like. Darba! Are they are they surprised that this happened? I mean, uh, I, I look at the one that can't speak Yotun. I'm like, what does your friend say? Uh, he uh, he just. Ooh. This wasn't expected. Um, well, he's, he's maybe mourning uh, loss of coin. We... Coin? We, we, we done. We done. Tell them to take their stuff and what. go. I was about to say, Ozash is putting his weapons away, and he speaks in Yoten still. Tell your friends... If you pack up your stuff now and leave, we will let you live. Otherwise, we will continue. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. We just helping lady, uh, helping carry goods, helping set up, helping security, moving things. I, I, I don't want to hear your excuses. We, I will, we, we, no, no job here with no lady. I will give you until my friend here is ready to uh, have his way. So five... Four. Didn't you say there was like a big tent or something here? Or? Um, you would. Be, those of you, Virgin and Ozash, who have moved further up, can see that though the uh, this cliff is kind of still coming out from the mountain, which is still rising up past it. Two that move forward can see that this wall uh, of stone actually does kind of come around, and the path sort of continues further back to where the tops of these tents are sort of poking out uh, through a bit of a gap that you can see uh, coming up on the trailhead here. Um, the one that speaks Jotun, as you start counting down, would immediately turn to Amka and Hanwi and sprint at you. And they just blow past you and start scrambling down the trail. The other two dwarves are just sitting there like... Bye. Three, two... I'm gonna look at them and point at the tents. And then just leave. Noto, Vox... Um, and they just start muttering to each other and it's this, this same um, language the lady was I'm speaking. I'm going up to the tents and I'm going to take a look around. At this point, I'm kind of ignoring them. <laughs> they look confused. They don't speak Jotun. They have no idea what their other friend just bolted. We're <laughs> not really sure. You point the tents and walk away. Yeah. Aram comes past and goes up, up the this little like terraced pass to their campground up above. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? These I'm, two dwarves are still just, just kind of sat on this cliffside, like now talking amongst themselves, not sure what to do. I'm uh, I'm, I'm leaving to, to go find uh, what's her name because she looked like she had something fancy she was trying to give us, and I want to go see what they were. Oh, so you're making way back down the mountain. <laughs> He's going back go down the, the mountain. <laughs> it's like there were five coppers um, on the line. I'm gonna check on. Uh, Amka and Hanwi, though I'm a little pretty banged up, uh, and I might be like, I'm, uh, I'm not doing so well, so I guess I guess sideways. Oh, you poor dear. Please, sit down. Sit there down. Yes. Yeah. I had to leave before I started hitting dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> so as you two sit down with Ozash, the other two dwarves seem to have come to some kind of decision and uh, sort of almost awkwardly, just like avoiding eye contact, shuffle past the group of you to this trail behind Veja also working down the mountain. 
leaving the three of you up on this clearing and Ara Malone going up so into this camp here. Have gone with Verja down the mountain. Oh, he can take care of himself. He's fight. Ate a fireball. I mean, he was practically dying like 30 seconds ago, so. Story of his life. He gets in a mood sometimes. I think it's best just to let him calm down. He'll come back and then we can patch him up then. Knowing Verja, he'll be back even better than ever. Besides, it's have you seen like all of these? We've run into so many curious people recently. They have, some of them are nice, but some of them are just not so much. But they have such curious things. Look at those. Look how colorful they are. And it's all the same color too. They're all insane. You are like 40 feet away. Um, She's up in the Actually, camp. I'm working on Ozash. Yeah, you yeah, are together. together. You're both working on Ozash. Um, I can assist if you want. Yeah. So you I do start doing all that as Aram looks through I this, do not make uh, it worse. this camp up here. And uh, this is looks to be the end of this particular path that's, that's really any way passable without turning into like mountain climbing requiring some like real equipment and things. Uh, but it's decently well sheltered. It's not a cave, but it is, it's a large nook sort of pushed back into these stone mountainous walls here as we reveal it on our uh, fantastic, this is Arkin Forge, by the way, if you've never mentioned that before, it's a pretty cool tabletop. There's a pretty cool code down there. It's not just a virtual tabletop, it's also the map making software itself, which means it's a lot more versatile if you're building cool stuff in here. And using that code helps us out, helps support the show and gets you some nice things and gets you discounts. Uh, there's a pair of these big canvas tents and several stacks of wooden crates uh, and collapsible cages just sort of scattered around them. There is also, surprisingly, a decently large wooden cart. Uh, it's not like it, we wouldn't need livestock to pull it. I guess it's more akin to a wheelbarrow than like a huge like, covered wagon kind of thing, but it's a fairly large one that would certainly take at least two people to laboriously get up the pass that you got up here in the first place. Um, near the middle of the camp, kind of in the midst of all of this, where there is the remnants of a campfire from the previous night, there is a stone foundation that looks like it is in the process of being carved out. It's rather wide. The top is mostly flat, but still clearly visibly chiseled. And stood next to it is an exceptionally realistic statue of a very large, cringing wolf. Uh, one more thing as you come up around the corner, kind of tucked into this area, there is a black kind of jutting bit of stone that, that looks at odds which with much of the rest of the gray and brown slate of this mountain itself. It's, it's not like the black cone of basalt you saw back in the old battlefield. It's just almost like one, like honestly, it, kind of, it looks like a freaking meteor landed or something. It looks like it's almost impacted into the corner here. It's a little larger than your head and it's, it's rough, clearly unworked, uh, but set oddly into the stone. Well, it looks like it's could be from another planet, so I'll probably uh I'll probably have um Hanwi come up and take a look at it once she's done. <laughs> With the Ozark. I don't know what this is. Hanwi. Hanwi, you're not from this planet. What do you think? <laughs> she wrong though? I mean, uh -oh. um Hey Hanwi, when when you're done down there, there's a 
strange black piece of moon rock thing that you might want to come take a look at. I'm going to go look at the stuff that isn't that. Ooh, moon rock. <laughs> Quietly excited while she's like, ooh, moon rocks. <laughs> most, most moon rock is actually just rock, but it, it's exciting to think it came from there. Could be cheese. Looking through the camp, there are a decently <laughs> wide assortment of various tools. Um, they have uh, metal chisels and bits. There, there are a lot, of, a lot more valuable. of these tools that are well, not really. It's not useful to you guys because it's not... Uh, you you know how to use the tools that you guys make. Uh, I mean, you could learn to use these and they may be of better quality, but when they degrade, there's nothing you could really do with them. Uh, they're honestly near useless to you. My but elders they're might like interesting. them. Yeah, they're definitely interesting. Uh, what is possibly very useful are quite a few of these crates. One stack in between the two tents are full of assorted salted meats and preserves. Nice. Which is something that is much more well prepared than what the Broken Tusk following can do in the wilds of the Mammoth Lords. You you can't, you don't really have that luxury. You don't have salt even mm -hmm. really. Uh, part of the reason that the following can only travel uh, as fast as it does is because hunting and fishing and food preparation and gathering has to happen every day. You you don't have stores. You don't have the propensity to make those. We need pemmican. But this, this is a large stash. Um, there were only four of these people. This would be enough to keep them going for weeks or months. It would certainly be enough to keep the following going for a couple of days. Nice. Uh, if you were to haul these preserved goods yeah. back down to the following, um, until they run out, you would be able to use your food stores to have the following move two days worth of travel in a single day because they would be able to forego hunting and gathering just relying nice. on the nice. That's a nice little emergency fund. Um, oh, yeah. The tents are also really nice. Um, they are probably, they may be a little better weatherproofed than ours. That's true, there is proper canvas. Uh, however, they are relatively small. Um, but they might be nice for a travel. They're certainly nicer than my tent. They are, well, you don't have a Yeah, tent. I, do. I have, have a pup tent. You have a pup tent? Yeah. You sleep in a pup tent in the tent? No, like for when I'm traveling, like if we go out like scouting and it's like snowing or something, I definitely get under there. Fair enough. Emergency tent. Yeah, it's it would an be emergency tent. Than, but they are, yeah, that, that would definitely could be usable for, for that. You could absolutely take one of these. Yeah, absolutely. It's also just canvas would be better. Yeah, canvas, canvas is, is also just, just the really material useful. you guys don't really have access to. It's uh, a lot of things here that could be useful. Press the dismantle button when you have canvas. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, down the back on the landing, the three of you treating Ozash, how's his medicine check going? You did not make it worse. Did you roll yet? I have not rolled it yet. Uh, what no. are you? You're expert now, right? I am or expert in nature. And, yep. Um, you know what? Ozash does not look pretty good. I have some some needles from a plant here that's relatively poisonous <laughs> if taken too big of a dose, but they actually help numb pain. So I'm gonna try to numb his pain using a little bit of risky surgery. Okay. Roll the D6 first. How much health do you have? D8. D8. Two? Two. Roll D8. Yeah, he's gonna go down from this. Uh-huh. Yep. Two. So as you start to treat him <laughs> and you expose him, he's you start pulling these out. Ozash passes. Ozash passes out. Yeah. And uh, Bonk, I would, actually, the I'm, that's he the effect would, I'm going for. He would immediately start dying. <laughs> when, He's sleeping. Shush. When John, we could stabilize. John, we here. Anka, why? Those are poisonous. Yes. I'd like to point out, nettles do not, in fact, make you numb. They hurt. 
All of these are special now. Not you're numb if you're unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> these are special plants found only in Galarian. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, he's bleeding. <laughs> oh no! 14 on the die plus 10, and we're in the wild, so. Yes, the 26? 26, 26 and risky surgery, critical success. So that means he will get 4d8 plus 10 hit points back after 10 minutes. So you would Six. be laying there and you would 14, feel this 22. pretty intense 22. burning, and then you would pass out. <laughs> And you'd wake up kind of in a daze as Amka brings you back around. You just gave him a dose of Benadryl. <sighs> Pretty you can't much. be allergic if you're unconscious. Hanway, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> he thrashes around too much whenever I try to do anything with his body at all. He twitches and he moves. So, you know, just knocking him out makes it a lot Amka. easier. So I just want to tell you, I'm not going to try thrash around if ever you need to do anything to me. So just don't stick me with those, all right? I, I was literally, just, it's sprawled on the side. Oh, it's ash only. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'm not exactly an expert on uh, healing or medicine, but uh, I'm pretty sure I wasn't moving at all when you did that. And yeah, it's just... called sleeping. I'm going to go look at Moon Rocks. I'll let you two talk this out. <sighs> Do you so, feel better? Does it burn? I mean, I was after I passed out. Exactly. It worked. Back down this trail as Verge is making his way down. <laughs> Sister Cinder moves in mysterious ways. You get, you <laughs> get Rumbling to the, the whole way. Yeah, you get to the bottom of this trail. And uh, when you get down to where this starts to level out a bit and become much more walkable, it's still a bit of an incline, but it's it's stopped being this mountain trail and more just the slopey foothills. Um, you see the dwarf, the, the one that speaks to you out in the runoff, sitting at the bottom, just sitting on a boulder with her head in her hands, her fingers on her brows, like... How far away from the bottom of the trail? She's like right at the bottom of the trail. Just gonna walk past, like stop and look at her for a second. In Jotun, what's the matter? You should have left by now. By, uh, by uh, alone? I... I'm gonna point back up at the two dwarves <laughs> coming down. Because I would imagine they're not too far behind. No, they would also be making their way down behind you. And you get the feeling that they could descend this possibly even more swiftly than you would but did not, you know, I gotta pass you on the trail here. It's not awkward. <laughs> Give me a healthy space here. Um, but they're making their way down. She looks up. <sighs> Food? Up there, camp. I didn't see the camp. I don't know what food you had, but I didn't take anything. We can wait. We need food. We're deep, deep in wilds. <laughs> wait. I can't believe he just threw her off the cliff. She but, burned us. Well, it's no, not saying... It isn't reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Saying I can't believe it. Her magic is... Just didn't have time to... Realize it was much of a fight. Didn't expect much of the... The... She puts her fingers up very clearly. 
savages. We are broken. I guess broken tusks in Jotun would be whatever you say in Halit. So I'm just saying a thing and she doesn't know. So we are broken tusks. We are strong. I see that. (laughs) (laughs) Should have tried lifting the adult boulder. If you need food, (laughs) wait for them to be done. If they bring it down, ask for some. If they don't bring it, take what you need. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Whew. I told her not to come here. Told her not to come here. Saw your whole parade stretching out 30 miles. Said we shouldn't do it. No, need a mammoth for the mantle. She could have just taken the one back there. She tried to take the one back there. It stepped on her bird. At, at that, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look at the dwarf. Blank expression. Her- Why, bird? That was not a bird. This is a bird. It pecks things to stone. Cockatrice. Bad. Not pet. Speaking slowly. <laughs> it's not mine. Ladies, stone doesn't fight when you put it in a cage. Mammoth stone, too big. Couldn't move it. Should have brought more people. Should have left them alone. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't listen to me. Not a problem anymore. (laughs) No. But money, problem, getting home, problem. So I don't know that word. Money? Probably not. There might not be a money. Most of these words, I would imagine we can at least figure out what they are. Money is not a thing Virgil would have ever heard. Yeah, not even like the Frost Giants. It's like, because you don't really have like an economy up here. So even the Jotun, you would know. Well, they have words for that. Yeah, you wouldn't know like a central coin. What is... Well, she explains... Kind of humorously, while her two friends slowly realize it's okay <laughs> to come down, just have your cultural clash here. Hanwi comes up to look at this thing, uh, and as you come around to get closer to it, uh, looking at what Armas pointed out to you, in almost a wave, you feel dizzy, almost kind of dizzy. You feel like you almost are are cast back, like you're. Like an out-of-body experience. Like you're you're suddenly pushed back dozens of feet and for a moment observing this from the outside before you kind of come back into to, to your, your body to where you are to the moment mm. and are just almost like lightheaded. Is this the mechanical effects of radiation poisoning? <laughs> it's uranium. It's going to go like this and my hair just falls out. Aram had actually taken off one of his layers to start moving stuff and he looks at her looking all aback. I'm like, you don't feel anything. You're fine. No, no, no. Like he's like, is it my chest? Uh, what? You don't usually look at me like that when I'm moving stuff. Oh, after I feel I've... nauseous. Oh, God, is it that bad? <laughs> Uh, is it me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought. Oh. Oh, I'll put my 
shirt back on if it's bothering you that much. Huh? Oh, no, I, something. Is it the stone? Um, and Hanwi's going to keep her distance for a bit and feel skittish just kind of looking at the stone. Completely oblivious to the fact that she just called, told Aram that she, he nauseated her. Aram smelling himself a little subconsciously. Ochuk, I mean Aram. What are uh, Ozash and Amka? As Hanwi walks up to this camp, are you? did you come with her or what are you two doing? Oh, after my discussion with him, I'm going to follow Hanwe up. So about this time, you would show up. Are you coming as well or are you going down after very I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to inspect the camp with them yeah so it's about the time the two of you would come up around and see whatever the hell is happening here um and as you come around to the corner both of you would be hit by the same kind of brief overwhelming feeling followed by this like lightheaded almost floatiness was there something else in those needles that you that i should know about no i didn't stick myself or hanway with them so are you sure about that i think it's my manly sweat i don't think it oh <laughs> Is it no. the both of us? The three of us? The another three. is this another leyline confluence? Is this another weird magic user thing? Let me find out. And it's not affecting Not affecting arm at all. Even this close. Uh, so as you cast through the tech magic, you are hit by a very, very similar aura to what you had gotten on that base all coming back at the battlefield. Um, mm. However, this one is not nearly as overwhelming. Uh, it's not nearly as focused. Uh, it's not even so much an emanation from this stone or this point as it is just ambient in the air around it. But this time, whereas the previous one, uh, well, this, this seems almost like it did before you got too close to it. Uh, you're feeling this potent, raw influence of evocation uh, hanging mm. through the air, like how that cone had felt yeah. from hundreds of feet away before but you got closer. Now and well, it felt like avocation at first there, too. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, can I attempt to uh, do an arcana knowledge check? Yeah, if you were going to make a knowledge check here, give me a roll. Nope. Probably help if I get it in Dice the tray, tray good. Yeah. It, like, hit the it's very edge of the area. tray, too. That's the funny part. I, that one, not that one, so I know yeah, absolutely nothing. Yeah, you have nothing. no idea. You, you, what I imagine, <laughs> like what, you, you would probably assume that this is something similar to like, there is another focus yeah. of the sort at a great distance, because this feels identical to that. Right. Um, there may not be more to be had from it from here. Right. All I can say is, it's a similar presence than before, but I can't put my finger on it. Can, can you just can, toss can it I, off the cliff? So unnatural. Can I ask a, 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 a question, and, and granted, this isn't my area of expertise, but... She was using magic, right? Yes. Why would she make her camp in a place that pushed her back like you guys did? It just caught me unawares. Remember the last one? Um, and Hanwi will reach up and just kind of touch a hand to the wolf, um, almost like petting its its nose, um, and just kind of trying to feel the flow of the magic through it. It just takes some getting used to, but it's not natural. It's not the way it should be. Um... Can I feel anything moving through it? Um, I can study it from a different sort of... I, I have a different way of looking at magic than Ozash does. Maybe I can figure something out. Give me a, a, the, the rock or the wolf. Those are two different things. There is the wolf in the middle of the camp, and there's this rock kind of impacted into the wall. Oh, the rock impacted into the wall is the source of this. Yes. Okay, the wolf sorry. is also I thought also the wolf was there. made out of rock. It is the wolf not, is also made out of rock. But not but, this but rock. But not that rock. The wolf like, right. a victim okay. of a cockatrice. Yeah, the wolf, though, I mean, it would be a safe assumption based on what you've heard and experienced, perhaps, that this has also been a petrified wolf. But um, the rock is a separate thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, give me a nature check. Uh, 20. So with a dirty 20, 
you it's the first time you've really tried to unweave this and this does while you immediately feel like this has to be wrong it is an extremely primal force mm. this is like a it's again an imbalance much like it was before but previously the imbalance you found the battlefield was focused through this weird structure this artifact of some kind this uh cone that was developed to enhance it to amplify it mm. uh there is no such structure here you are at a point of ley line confluence at a point of imbalance this time with the scales tipped so heavily towards evocation and uh as transmutation is an art of manipulation uh the effects that that previous one gave you was the ability to create those forms to hold them near indefinitely it was less fatiguing it was more natural evocation is a different sort of force entirely and you feel almost uh like an element of expansion hmm. um that it is uh, would be more far-reaching that it is uh extended these this kind of energy these kinds of magics um, as Hanui has a lays a hand on it, um, almost unbidden, uh, this power is just kind of kind of build up in her and kind of produce flame wisps of blue fire will kind of just start to pop into existence around her and fling themselves away from her. She just kind of instinctually just tries to move this magic away from her until she can kind of take her hand off of it. And a couple of these, you've 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 worked this magic and the rest of you have all seen it at some point. You can, it's not a terribly long range spell produced times 30 feet, right? It's like it's pretty Yeah, 30 short. feet, yeah. Um, before this has really lost enough force that it just fizzles almost. But these, even these little wisps that are emanating around Hanwi are flinging off, popping like sparks, flying dozens if not hundreds of feet away, keeping their form true uh, before fading. Hanwi, please don't use fire around the camp. Mm. Just seems like a bad idea. It's not our camp. It's just... Well, this supplies could keep our following going for days. Like, the entire following. Like, without us forging. Like, the there's... The strength from here is incredible. So it is mm. just like the battlefield we came across, right? I would assume so. Not not the same. It's different. This, it's almost like, it's like a jet of water coming out of the ground, and it just takes your magic with it. It can carry it for, for such distance. Uh, it's a good thing that, honestly, we dealt with that woman. If she were up here and the, and the following moved to the canyon below, she could probably hit it from here. Well, good thing she's over the cliff now. And mm. no longer our problem. But the meteor is still here. And the burning mammoths will be coming through that canyon to follow us. Can't we just break it? No, I think Hanwi means that she's going to throw fire at them. Like, really big fire. I wonder how far I can get it. Um, and she's going to uh, put a hand on there and just kind of focus. Um, and this time, Ice is going to kind of rhyme up her other hand and she's going to flash uh, an ice beam out uh, and actually see how far down into the canyon it will go. Ray, Ray of Frost is 120 feet? 120 feet. Uh, as you shoot this beam, you would all be able to watch as it spirals out down from this mountain cliff, uh, just like a shooting star, streaking all the way down to the canyon floor, hundreds of feet below. Hmm. And one more. Um, and this time she's going to charge up a Horizon Thunder Sphere. I have one left. What if artillery cannon? <laughs> Just testing <laughs> testing theories. Uh, charge it up uh, to third level, which is 60 foot range, okay. and throw that. 
And as you throw this much larger mass, uh, it, it has so much more energy impact in it. It has so much more power contained. It definitely wavers and phases uh, much more quickly in the Ray of Frost that it still goes much further than it should. Uh, but maybe about two-thirds the way down to the canyon floor, it would fizzle out and with a burst of electricity. Okay. Okay. This is something good to know. Um, the frost ray, while we could str we could strike them from here, uh, the column is still massive. Perhaps, though, we could still cause enough panic or cause enough problems that we could... Uh, it may or may not be worth it. I mean, if we can outpace them, that seems like the better bet, especially with... This store of food, I mean, we could go for days on just this food. But we're not, the following doesn't intend to outpace them. The following intends to go to Red Cat Cave, and this canyon is enclosed. There's no way out aside from the way in. But it would- You don't know where this canyon goes. Oh, you know really? Red Cat Cave is in here, but you none of you would be familiar with like how deep this pass is or how far it could possibly go because again th this is not a place you've ever gone okay we always oh. go south every year this time right. we went east well, uh, what i know is that foraging and hunting takes up a significant amount of time especially in this place where we have no idea what we'd be foraging or hunting for this would give us the ability to push to make a really big push for the cave and maybe get enough distance between us and them that it won't matter Fair enough. They they hurt our people, though. And we'll make them pay. But first, let's get to our let let's let's get to the objective. Let's fulfill our promise to grandfather. Where's Virgia? You went down the cliffside, right? Uh, the 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 the, sh the long way. The Discussing long way. taxes off screen. <laughs> 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 Comes back an educated man. But uh, seemingly with nothing else to be found from this camp here, uh, the vestiges of a plan perhaps present in this strange lay confluence, but nothing really to be extrapolated from it against the whole of the Burning Mammoth Horde. Uh, I'm sure you're bringing the foodstuffs with yeah. you, mm -hmm. and the group mm -hmm. of you would... I'll leave them. I'll leave down. them some because I know that they probably don't know this, and I'm not going to let them starve to death in the wilderness. So, that's fair. And it is again like traveling rations for the group for weeks, if not months. So, like you can take plenty and still leave them. That's three people. Yeah, like I'll you, leave them like enough like for a week. That's like negligible to your whole yeah. following. Yeah. So, Verja, as you find the body down, broken on the stones below, very much unalive and cold by the time that you reach it. She doesn't have much on her. Um, she has, has five copper coins. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got some like scraps out of her pockets. She's got these five copper coins. Um, she's got an inkwell and quill. Uh, she has a small personal journal that's written in a very angular language that you don't recognize, which assumedly is whatever she was probably speaking. Um, she's got this rapier on her. She has a heavy crossbow slung across her back over a very stout, which would be a very interesting object itself. It's as much, as much the same thing you would have seen uh, stalwart bearing the uh, some weeks ago. Another one of these contraptions with a, what looked to be very tiny arrows and a stout little quiver next to it. How the thing works perhaps could be figured out with some experimentation. Um, and she has a small hard leather case that's uh, cylindrical round with a latch that clicks into place and inside are a few 
sheets of paper with what look like the kind of arcane runes that Ozash studies uh, scrawled across them. They look extremely intricate. Well, I don't know what any of this is really other than small arrows look like small arrows. Yeah, those are pretty clear. Like they've even got little bits of fletching. They're they're pretty clearly like tiny little arrows. So I'm just going to pick it all up. Take it with me to yeah. people who might know what it is. Pick it all up as in like the, strip the woman or pick no, like up the, the woman. The crossbow, the rapier, the, woman. the paper, and the coin. Well, the things that seem interesting. The, the things to that you. seem interesting. I don't she's care about also, her. She's dealt with. Well, she's also got like a very fancy wide brimmed hat and some. Uh, I'll take the hat. Interesting. <laughs> hat. <laughs> I was gonna say that hat, man. Hat. Like, cause, because to you, I imagine also her clothing would even be interesting. Um, I do like the cape. Body. The cape's like, pretty stylish. I'm not going to strip her of everything she has. Take the stuff that you want yeah. and just leaving it. And this is, again, uh, we had this talk briefly when Grandfather Sven passed, but like one of the Broken Tusks, there's not a ton of respect for the body. There's not nothing. Nope. Um, but like when they're dead, the spirit is passed on. This is just flesh. This yep. is just flesh that once was. You guys don't even bury people. You historic, like Typically, your rights are literally you just leave them. You leave them on the ground for the vultures and the wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, I imagine the amount of spec- respect you would have for a corpse, especially when it attacked you, is near zero. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Not going to like chop her up into bits just because, but yeah, I but don't like, care. But you're not bothered, like taking things off this yeah. body does not bother you Correct. at all. Uh, and eventually... Also, the clothing does not look suited for this kind of environment or survival or I mean, anything. it's pretty... I, I like mean, the cape. It's quilted. It is, I, she I is like fairly warmly dressed. It's also but, very uh, easy to grab a hold of. But it's of. also it's very, very light and very soft. Very flowy. Um, yeah, very uh, not something you'd be super mm. interested in. The hat, though, would look fantastic hanging up somewhere. Does she have I, sabatons? Yes. I uh, think exactly. that would look fantastic. She, she has a few hallway. bits of armor. Um, she would disappear under the hat. Pretty much just on her, on her knees her. and her shins. Not sabatons of it, but some. But the group of you would eventually... Near the bottom of this trail, as the dwarves trudge, but you would all find the dwarves waiting at the bottom as well, as the three of them would awkwardly make their way back up after you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming <laughs> that they would be told that there is food. I t- I'll tell you That's that I fine. left enough en- enough of, for them up there to get them out of the wilderness. And the group of you could reconvene and make your way back down from these mountains into the foothill canyons down below. Um, from there... If we want to go to the hex map, uh, you would be finding a place to camp for the night before heading back out to rejoin the Broken Tusk following the next morning, uh, which you would easily be able to do. Uh, with that night's rest, however, you would have the things that, you would each share the things that you had found with each other. Hand you some weird looking paper with the things you know on them. And as you are, look at these. As you are an arcane caster, I'm pretty sure you can just read the scrolls. I don't think you need to identify them or anything if they're on a spell list that you have access to. Um, You would be handed two scrolls of second level magic missile. Ooh. Wait, second level? They keep doing it. It's dumb. <laughs> I don't know what? if it's like a like save DC thing, but like there's not okay. a save. I I feel like there has to be an advantage somewhere, or just like that's because I guess. I guess let's just counteract level is higher. Yeah. Right, so like I'm sure it does something, but it's like it's the level that yeah. she has. She has second okay. level magic missile. So, and I also look at this and said, why? So but two levels of or uh, two. two scrolls of second level, which magic is functionally missile. first level magic missile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and first in the morning cloud. 
No. <laughs> oh man, I could give it to you in the campaign. You can't even cast. Oh, it'd be amazing. But no, the the third one is an evocation derivative that is much more potent than anything that you had ever studied in the following, anything you had ever been taught, uh, any of the runes that Harik had ever explained to you. You actually get a scroll of fireball. Oh. Oh, burning mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> Extra <laughs> burning. <laughs> Crispy mammoths. Uh, additionally, Roasty. looking over the interesting trinkets that Verja has brought back from the woman, uh, her rapier is very intricate, uh, with its handle being a very gilded, almost kind of bulbous, this guard above it of almost a whirling fine series of filigreed wires, uh, more than like a solid plate or a cup. It's as much ornamental as it is a weapon of battle. Uh, but interestingly, near the very base of its thin blade, there is an almost spiraling etched rune in the blade itself. The rapier itself is also magical. Oh. Uh, and I, I've, even after finding one, I would just give you it as a plus one rapier. Nice. Wrong that. Well, the rapier is very fancy. Yeah. The rapier is fancy. Uh, the, uh, the, the metal stick is nice. Uh, take a look at the crossbow. The uh, crossbow, while it is a uh, fairly finely made of uh, interestingly kind of light and flexible but very sturdy wood the contraption itself if you wanted to put your mind to it is certainly something you could figure out with an evening at camp yeah though her quiver would only have 20 bolts for it but I could probably figure out how to make those you could figure out how to use the thing and you wanted to it would be no real difficulty to figure out how to use it um, it does have a small winching mechanism on the side that draws the bow back for you That's so for they don't babies. have to do it manually yeah uh, because it is a pretty hefty it is a heavy crossbow oh, so nice. it is like a pretty hefty that would be pretty difficult to do by yourself mm. and she didn't really the, the the caster didn't really exactly look like she lifted boulders so no probably not she probably could not draw it back by herself she well you know the dwarves <laughs> to draw back and then they pass it back to her you know what we're gonna do with that That's, crossbow the chinese army literally did that for <laughs> successfully uh, the, the front uh, put, has, yeah. put a yeah. Put a rune in it. No. Awesome. We're going to give it to someone in the following. Oh, that's it's an upgrade. true. But that evening, um, oh, no. though you could uh, of perhaps interest flip through her journal curiously, it is again written in a language that none of you understand, though it would have a, a non-zero amount of diagrams and visual guides that you could look at, many of which are depicting uh, animals, deer, elk, bison all the way up to mammoths um with a lot of various indications to certain as far as you can tell like vital parts of the beast uh much of this appears to be a hunting guide of some kind hmm. uh, most of what is indicated in these images are clearly like targets on these various animals places to strike most effectively She's um, a rich person hunter. And, and she literally carried the How to Hunt manual. But they would also be accompanied by guides for, like, skinning and dealing with the carcass as well. Huh. Uh, again, with some sketched illustrational information in there. Anything new that we don't um, know? It would be a decent amount new that you don't know. Because it turns out that while you all live here and have, a like, a, a lot of experience in the field, what they have that you do not 
is an entire civilization's worth of ability to exchange information easily. Mm. And as a matter of fact, even without the ability to read the text, there was enough in here that through study, you could gain the Game Hunter archetype. Ooh. Which, I may be interested in that. I'm just going to skim this real quick because it's actually from the Quest for the Frozen Flame Adventure Path. It's kind of a neat, neat little thing here. Uh, the only prerequisite is that you are already trained in survival. You need enough of a knowledge base to be able to use the information in here. And uh, you are skilled at tracking big game animals and similar creatures. You gain the hunt prey action, but you can designate only animals, beasts, and dragons as prey. In addition to everything Hunt Prey normally does, you also gain a plus two circumstance bonus to stealth checks against your hunted prey. Hmm. When you succeed at a strike against your hunted prey, while this is just the actual dedication feat still, um, while your prey is flat-footed, it makes a fortitude save against your class DC. On a failure, all the prey's speeds are reduced by 10 feet for one round. On a critical failure, it lasts one minute. Uh, if you already have Hunt Prey, you instead become an expert in survival. Wow. And you apply the stealth bonus and the speed reduction only when your prey is an animal, beast, or dragon. Huh. Wow. wow. It's actually okay. kind of a neat archetype. That's really That's cool. That's really cool. Archetypes are neat. It is a uh, pretty neat little thing. And then it, it builds into some interesting little things. Um like the ability to set snares for larger creatures that can only be triggered by larger creatures. Hmm. So you don't need to worry about your party or anything else setting them off. Um, You gain almost literally barbarian no escape as a reaction for your prey and the capstone of this allowing you to, as a free action at the start of an encounter, if it includes your prey, let you step twice as part of rolling initiative. Wow. It's actually got some really interesting little perks in there. Is that a free action? It's a free action as part of initiative. Okay. You can only take one free action per turn, right? Um, You can only take one free action per trigger. Trigger. So... You can't have two at the start of initiative actions. Like if you had battle cry or whatever, you'd have to pick between battle cry and quick positioning. But it's a pretty neat little uh, mm-hmm. archetype that came in this book here. But um, camping for the evening. Let me just double check the map here. I can't wait till I'm sitting somewhere I can see the map literally at all. Um, the, <laughs> the following day would bring you back down to the foothills below with the rest of the broken tusks waiting and uh, as you did the horde in the distance would again continue to slowly advance meeting back up with the tusks it's been near a week and you have interesting tales to tell and spoils to distribute but the meat of the story is that the path between the grandparents as far as you can tell now seems to be safe Mm. Uh, you saw no sign of any burning mammoths that had gotten far enough ahead to ambush you in the past and the only threat that you encountered was Lady Stoutmore who is no longer an issue (laughs) thanks Um, to a long fall and a very quick stop Mm -hmm. we also we also um, if we wanted to make a push we also have um, enough food to be able to do so. Um, I'll let them know about that option. And as you bring these provisions to your elders, though they are strange, and a couple of the mammoth lords curiously like test a couple pieces because it it's interesting. 
very much not to your taste. Uh, extremely salted meats to a civilization that has never had salt Oof. is mm. <laughs> not palatable. But Dunkin' water. <laughs> but it is definitely food. There are ways that you can deal with it. And with the amount that you have distributing out for the following, um, they figure that you would be able to three times forego this hunting and gathering and three times with these provisions allow your following to move two days travel in a single day that sounds an awful lot like we could do what we have to do and get out real quick it would actually allow you to get from here through the pass of the grandparents and to red cat cave in two days I, if you wanted to use two-thirds of the provisions right now to push into the canyon ahead of you and put some say, space yeah. oh, I, 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 I carry this with us absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. let's yeah. push i mean while we're pushing we know what it means to save food yeah that's save, fair not, not a thing you've ever done yeah. Yeah. yeah it gets used it gets hunted and it gets used within a day mm -hmm. so, while so we're saving uh, that room on the rapier. Yes. It'd be real nice to transfer that over to a weapon. Absolutely would be something that the following could do for you. Where do you want to move it? Is it to your Well, giant? I can turn my stuff into magic as I attack. So if anything, you would probably do yeah. it. I'll get it because I am reliably getting magic weapon, but having a plus one for when I can't get magic weapon is still good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would still be a plus one for your attacks. That's true. Because but it still does the benefit. I of feel it. Like it makes it kind of magical. More, Fair enough. So over the course of the next two days, the broken tusks with these provisions would be able to move at a, what is a breakneck pace for the following, even carrying the whole of your goods behind you. The first day would see the entire following moved into these rolling foothills of the grandparents. And the second day bringing you two hexes around the mountains, soundly within the shelter of this area behind these peaks. Uh, you would see after this first day of travel that it does actually open up a uh, somewhat surprising amount past the grandparents. The entryway to the pass is by far its narrowest part. And even through those initial foothills, it levels out. It almost is this magical valley that you might have imagined as a child through this opening here. There are several miles around in any direction of mostly open plains, uh, small thickets of woods and trees, uh, foothills rolling up rather gently over what would be the course of several days' travels to the great peaks to your north, what from the outside would look like a solid and foreboding impassable range. There is much more space in here than it seemed at first. And with two-thirds of these provisions consumed, the group of you would be moving around to the ancient theoretical location of Red Cat Cave itself. We did it. The evening of that second day, um, you would come upon a structure. The kind of gray and brown slate raw stone of these peaks jutting up from the earth uh, starts to be punctuated with these bands of red rock uh, almost like occasional stripes sometimes thick streaking up from the ground snaking their way all the way up dividing two chunks of stone as they wind up out of sight sometimes brief little spurts of this reddish stone that starts to lace throughout the environment 
but near the evening, you would find a much more dense uh, consolidation of this. There would be two small pinnacles of this red rock jutting out from the ground, almost as if a pair of, and again, this is almost bright red fangs, framing a relatively narrow cave opening. Hmm. There is an overhang above this that protrudes outward with a notch in its center that almost makes the whole of this entryway appear like the maw of a great stone cat. Hanwi? Hmm. Uh-huh. Right. see. At this ha- ha- point... Is that Moonrock too? That's Red Rock. That's Red Rock. I know, but is it like magical? Like, does it push out the way the other stuff does? I think it's just... Feels normal. Just looks red. It's, it's just a red roll. You want to make me a nature check, actually? Sure. It's not normal. Can we all make nature checks? Actually... Oh, wow. Uh, 27. <laughs> well, at 27, you would know that much of the stone here is iron-infused, um, with very heavily run through with veins of the metal. Uh, not so much condensed into, like, usable, at least easily usable ore, but enough to give much of these, these stripes of stone their bright red hue. Uh, as it gets thicker and down towards the mob, the cave itself. By the time you would see this, the hour would be quite late, and uh, you would have been traveling much further than you are used to in a day's journey, because while the following is moving uh, much faster and they're just foregoing things they normally had to do to survive, you are having to move twice as fast to clear the area before them. Um, you would all, moving from this, certainly be tired, and surely you could head in, but it may be no. a wiser decision to leave for the following morning. I'm probably just going to camp out. We've got a nice uh, cave mouth here that can give us some shelter. Mm. We need to get back and following and ensure like, everything's yeah. clear for them, but you they imagine you would not be camping terribly far from this in the first place. So, reconnecting back with your following, uh, assumingly sharing that you have discovered mm-hmm. thing that the entire following hey, is one found the, yeah. the rocks they're Turned pretty a real place I'll, I'll bring some red rocks back with me for it the is kids a thing to it is an with. actual place i'm like for some people that is interesting at this like it is real it is here it is where it's supposed to be we haven't been chasing a dream and uh after weeks of this forced march th- across the entirety of your spring lands and now this push into the mountains running from this horde the knowledge that we are going towards something that is very real, that it is here, is a notable and immediate morale boost uh, for much of the following. Uh, This night, regardless of what the cave and the future might hold, would be one of merriment and celebration. Mm -hmm. Certainly the first since the night of the green moon. At some point in there, far wander, the uh, halfling that you had, I guess, adopted <laughs> from a child. She now. We love her. How to use a crossbow just like that? That's true. You have Farwander. She could definitely show you. To use. Well, yeah, but you weren't with the following the night you got the crossbow. Yeah, but like when we brought when it you got back, back, she could definitely just show you oh, to use a crossbow. crossbow. Yeah. Oh, that's just a crossbow. Dude, figuring out is half the fun. Let me play with my man toys. Farwander. Also read the book. Would find you at some point during the uh, the celebrations and the rituals. With their the map that she had had in hand. Well, it seems that every one of your tusks is 
just as surprised I uh, just as surprised as I to learn this is an actual thing. Uh, when I found this map with this mark on it, I hadn't expected it to be quite so literal as a red cat cave seems fairly on the nose, but I mean... Well. We should see if uh, Henry Henryson can take a look at it. He might find <gasps> the rocks really interesting. That's true, and it's red more than just on the nose. Like, the entire thing is red. Like, here, oh. look, red. It's, uh... We call uh, that Starheart. Starheart? Mm-hmm. Henry has been... Uh, I'm not sure where he is now, but I've seen him about gathering some pieces of it. He was uh, talking to them uh, from mm. some of mm. these veins along the walls. He does that. That's what he, he does. He does do that. This mu looks much like the stone around uh, some of the mines back in Varicia, back in my homeland where I hail from. Uh, it is a place where our people established these great industrial complexes to uh, rip the stone from the earth and to process it into, well, into the metal. Uh, the metals like uh, what stalwart's armor was or the blade of that dagger that he Wait. left you or your sword oh how how does that become this well i'm i'm certainly no expert in mining myself my family it's uh, not even it, the same color yeah it's not red i don't get it <laughs> i think there's a lot of steps involved before it gets all the way there hmm. uh, i suppose it's for simplicity's sake it's it's much that rock but many others mixed together in heated red hot uh, almost like the heart of a fire. Hot enough to melt the rock. That's really okay. hot. It turns out that you can, I, I suppose, get rocks hot enough that they'll melt just like ice would. And then you can work them into a shape like that and purify them into something usable. But that's, I don't know if that's... Is that magic? Wait, maybe that's where your sword came from. That must have been, right? No, are my sword rocks, is a lightning bolt. Are rocks just made of ice? Ice can ice? be pretty hard. I no, mean, you melt them. No, you I don't worry melt in the my right attempts to really hard that's ice. That's not how that works. To make this simpler to understand. No, right that's me. how your head works. He'll bonk you. <laughs> Regardless of what they are, it's it's an interesting parallel to home. I live thousands of miles to the south from here, uh, across the sea, even in the sands, and still. There are things that look much the same as they do Did south we, in Varicia. It's is the realm of the Mammoth Lords landlocked. Is there a sea that we would? Try there to is a, the west is a coast, I believe. I'm not 100 percent on that, but I'm pretty I'm sure not, the west end of it's a coast. I'm not sure any of us have seen the sea. If probably not, your your route, the Broken Tusk, definitely does not go anywhere yeah, near the sea. Like, your area is very inland. Yeah, if we're far enough inland that we've never experienced salt. We've never been anywhere near the coast. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. actually truly fair. Because like it's um, extremely easy to get salt from the coast. Sea. I've heard others, other followers speak of it. But what <sighs> is a sea? Well, if you imagine throughout the world, there are many lands uh, just like yours, uh, but they're not all conjoined. You can't easily just walk from one to the other. Some are separated by, by great lakes. Uh, lakes so wide they expand further than the eye can see. You can stand on their shores and the horizon is just a single blue line reflecting the sun and the skies above. That's a sea. Can you show us on the map? Not on this map. <laughs> this map doesn't go uh, quite that far. There's seas, uh, well, far to the west and far, far to the south of here. Mm -hmm. And I imagine if you trekked far enough north or east, you'd find one as well. But... Sister Cinder's light stretches far past those too, correct? It does. Uh, as she truly is wonderful. Far as anyone can explore in any, dire any direction, I believe. Can I ask a question? No. Do you, do you nope. want to come with us into the cave? Hey, careful with that. 
I. <laughs> I don't. Dying to. <laughs> and she she contemplates around. She 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 thinks about. She like measures this response. She doesn't just blurt something out here. Because I'll. I'd protect you, and we'd protect you if you wanted to come. It's it's only fair. I certainly appreciate the offer, but when I found this map in the markets, and when I made my journey up here, I I'd long studied the tongue, and I knew some of the the followings that pass through these lands, but the language, the oh Halit that you oh speak, okay, I didn't know that what I was after was something of such significance to your people. I this seems to be. I don't know if religious is the right word, but uh, a site of great value, of great importance to the, the history of your people, uh, to your ancestors and your forefathers. And it's, had I known that, <laughs> perhaps not a journey that I would have come, embarked on in the first place. Hmm. But I'd gladly pen the tales when you return. Okay. And uh, That is actually a really good point. What would we equate this to? Like, us. Place of historical significance, I guess. It would be a place of ancient tales, uh, maybe yeah. of ancient stories, but ones that are hardly spoken of within your tribe at this point. You hear a voice well, kind of pop up behind you. I'd go. But these, these Henry's and his bearded face just kind of poking around behind Verge's leg. These rocks here, these red ones, hmm. they're wrong. They're strange. Well, they're... I don't know. Is it the star heart in them? It's from the moon. Well, if it's from the moon, that explains everything. The moon's not made of rock. The moon's made of space. That's a different, that's the opposite of a rock. It's like water. It's, But they I, are like ice. <laughs> I'm confused. You, of course the moon's made of rock. The moon. That moon. Yeah. The only moon. That's not rock. That's just space light. It's like the sun. It floats around all carefree, willy-nilly, going as it pleases, showing up through the day sometimes, glowing through the night, sometimes disappearing entirely. You can't predict it. You can't trust it. Like, It does do all of those things. It I does mean, do all those things. So do scouts. You can't even tell what's, what shape the thing's supposed to be. Wow. It takes whatever guys it pleases. Sometimes it's a full circle, sometimes just the thinnest hair. Mm, mm. And these... It's like closing an eye. It is. Sometimes it's, it's always watching. Sometimes it's I don't like it. I don't trust it. If these rocks are part of the moon, that explains why they feel wrong to me. Why everything feels weird. This red stone here, there's something in it. It's not just rocks. It's something different, something worse. Magic. No. What? Wait. Metal. Can can you metal. The star heart. pull these rocks? The star heart, heart is metal. The star heart is metal. That's why they can make that's why they can make metal things out of it because it's star heart and the star heart is metal. Why are you calling it different things than everyone else is calling it? I can barely figure out what it is in one language. We should just call it evil. The stuff is cursed. Antithetical to our entire kind. It's cursed rock. It's iron. It's star heart. It's red rock. Pick a name. It's cursed. Wait, didn't I make a check about cold iron? Probably at some point, yeah. Because I, I remember the last. And if nothing shield. else, if nothing else, the the group of you would certainly have throughout your tales and stories that like the shining metal of man is repellent to all kinds of fake creature, and that mm. they don't like it. And uh, even though we all know this is just normal iron, he still seems to hate it just about as much as cold iron. Well, <laughs> oh, it's he not warm. Really they no likey metal. Yeah. <laughs> They're oh. not fans. 
In that case, he really does not like my new shield then. Probably not, no. That's why he's behind like, me. You would know that at the camp, like, Henry would not even, like, willingly come within five feet of you since you've picked up the, sh the shield. Not that he was, like, he's, he's a weird, so he just kind of pops up wherever he is, but I mean, he's never close to you. Yeah. You have a literal cold iron shield. Yeah. You have a fey ward. <laughs> I'm... Let's put it on his head, man. You're going to go into a cave made of all this stuff. A cave made entirely of this cursed stone. That's made a cursed stone, but it's blessed by Sister Cinder. No, it's cursed by everyone. It's evil is what it is. That's what turns it red. Thanks it's cursed by you. It's the weight of evil. It's the color of blood. It's the stuff that comes out of you when you get stabbed. How could that be good? Oh, it's also the color of blood, which is our life source that flows through us. And but it's alive. inside you. But look, you can see it clear as day on the outside of all of this. Like the mountains are running bleeding. And the rock it's... itself has been stabbed. I have an idea. What if they're just red? Amka? Are all things red because they have star heart in them? No. no. Amka, you should lead us oh, in a prayer gosh. before we go into the cave tomorrow <laughs> so that Sister Cinder can protect us from whatever the cursed iron rock is. I am all for this. Henry Henderson must be right about this, at least in some way. Otherwise, why would our following have abandoned it here? And if the rocks are cursed, maybe we can find what cursed them and take care of it. Yeah. And then we can get the rocks back and put them in a normal color. You hear another voice as the group of you would all uh, clearly see Harik <laughs> approaching. Her normal old smile kind of returned to her face here. Please save me. And I think perhaps <laughs> these wild tales you tell, you should perhaps have been song singers. Maybe scouts were the wrong line for you. Maybe you studied under a wrong tutor. No, she's awesome. No, I speak absolutely no ill of Urgula, but you have a talent for fantastic and farcical, it seems. Tales of bleeding mountains. Henry, they have much to plan for tomorrow, and I think worries of curses within the stone are the last they need among their minds. We have many tales of these caves, and once, as I told them, we communed with the spirit within. It was the soul of a great cat, Grumbok, the groundbreaker, who we trusted yes. with the primordial flame. And Henry, if there is any place, Sister Cinder and our fathers and their fathers and theirs beyond are watching over us, it is at the cave, perhaps the closest to the womb of the broken tusks that there is, the birth of the whole of our following, generations past. It all started here. And now here we return. Do you know any stories of Grumbach? Of Grumbach. <sighs> there are some, but despite our best efforts, despite, as Sven always told me, my mind like soft clay, shaped to hold all of the songs and tales of centuries of people, some twist and shift into legend and myth. Some keep their hearts, but lose their shape, their body. Hmm. The tales we have now of Grumbach are much that. Hmm. Hmm. I know we have many that tell of his spirit as a guardian of these mountains, of he that stood the grandparents themselves to watch over our lands, 
and shepherd us through the spring, keeping them safe throughout the winters where he passed between these peaks years and years past. Of his eyes, on his face, watching from Red Cat Cave, his spine stretched as wide as these mountains. It is he that lays here and separates these lands, allowing our people to pass through. But these are now as much tale as they are truth. Hmm. Maybe Grandfather Sven told him we're coming. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I believe he would not have led us here without reason. Sven is with the sun. All the light touches he sees now. He watches down on these passes, these veils so old that I have not even walked them before now. Mm. He knows where we step, and he has guided us here for reasons. Mm. We have trusted him thus far. His spirit will not forsake us now. Let's, let's get a good night's rest. Yes, we have much to do in the morning. Mm. These are... Uh, Disgusting meats from this mountain sorceress. They have helped us make some space. It will be some days before the burning mammoths arrive at the grandparents, but when they do, I know not where this veil leads. None of us do. Once Sven may have remembered, but I am not even sure he would have been able to guide us through them alive. Well, I hope there's an exit, because... If we take too long, we won't. Grumbach will have answers. Have faith. Come on, everyone. Let's let's go to bed. Tomorrow we're going to wake up and Sister Cinder will be with us. And we're going to go into this cave and find answers and save the following. Come, Henry. If you wish to tell stories of these strange red stones, tell them to me. So I may recount them to Urgula's children's children further generations, or so Ozash may impart these stories to tell when I am gone. <laughs> Ozash has a mind of clay. What did, was that? Nothing. <laughs> You're soft-headed. But, Do uh, I need to teach you how to lift a boulder again? <laughs> with a group of you uh, kind of separating here. Farwander nodding as well. Aye, it's probably smart. Uh, if these are caves that you haven't walked in generations... If it's been that many years, truly, since someone has settled there. Uh, if nothing else, there may be many wild creatures at these mountains who have taken up refuge. Don't maybe careful. Say that. Regardless, yes. It's almost like we got the uh, hunt animals thing right before we might encounter a bunch of animals. Yeah. Well, if there is truly the spirit that watches over the cave, then yeah. well, answers awaits. You'll want a fresh mind to receive them. I'll trouble you no longer. But Thank you. I do very much excitedly wait for the tales of your return. I want to know what is at the end of this map, what this this uh, spirit caller was seeking, what he was after, what he gave his life in pursuit of, for no other reason to have it penned to paper. Oh, don't worry. I will be sure that I will have a song or two ready by the time we return. Good. And I, I await them, but I'll hold you no further. All right, Rest well. Yeah. Right. Thank you for keeping, of course. I, I suppose your your elders have taken me in as a, a 
feed me and protect me as well as they do any of your people. <laughs> it feels as if I'm almost one of you. Oh, well, at this point, you are one you of us. You are one of us. Well, thank you for bringing me then. You had no reason to. You didn't know me. I'm a stranger from an outside land, but We're took me and like family all the same. You, you care about this land, and you care about the people here. You belong here, if you wish to stay. The Broken Tusks are made up of plenty of strangers until they join. Even my father tells me he was not once part of the Broken Tusk, but a stranger. Well, I can think of nowhere else in all my travels I'd rather be for now. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Another grin, a little of a chuckle. Far wander does, leaving the group of does you. Does this mean the opposite? It means a great many things, depending on the lands you're travailing. Uh, I mean, it would make sense. Some of them would lead to a drawing of blades. Or in this land. I don't understand. But with that, uh, the group of you, if there's any more celebration or feasting you wish to attend to, you would certainly be available. But as the night wound down, the group of you would rest uh, your camp some decent distance from Red Cat Cave. Uh, not knowing what was within, not knowing what had happened when the flame was lost. Uh, your elders thinking it unwise to keep yourselves any more than within distant sight of the opening itself. The following morning would see us journeying to explore its depths. And there it is where we will take our midstream break. Man, we have good timing. And when we return, probably about 10 to 15 minutes here. Red Cat Cave is upon us. Hope. There could be anything inside this cavern. I'm hoping a red cat. I'm there hoping. could be a red cat. I'm hoping hairballs. Although having seen the opening of the cave, it seems to be named that more for the appearance of the mouth of the that's cave itself. What but they get, that's how they get you. There's a second, I mean, also just an actual red cat inside. Oh, there's like a little kitten just curled you up. You have no idea what to expect as Tales of Grumbach and this cavern, the primordial flame itself even, have started to lose their detail, have started to fade into legend from story, as Harik so, uh, put, it, put it. And in the span of really only a few generations, it occurs at least to Ozosh, the trained song singer, that it's almost intentionally so, to some intent, uh, some extent, like yeah. tales that just... I've heard the plot too. Yeah, we're left to be forgotten. Like, like the, it is... It is not an accident that these have faded, that these are things, stories the Broken Tusk no longer wanted to tell. That'll have to wait. So, thanks for joining us, everyone. Feel free to refill your drinks, stretch your, stretch your legs, use the bathroom. Pet your cat. Pet your cat. Pet your for dog. For good luck. Mm -hmm. We return. Ooh, spooky cave time. Spooky cave time. Spooky cave. Everyone else got it. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Well, I mean, we can hope that's this, this, this. Take that energy into the into the mm. cave. <laughs> take that energy into the cave. We're gonna walk into that cave, thumbs held and high. We're gonna be good to go. Not for very long, but they'll be up there. So, as we come back in here, we're just going to cut right to the following morning after your preparations. Uh, leaving the camp behind you, they're not breaking the tents or anything like they usually do, because this is this is it. This is the end of our trail. Mm -hmm. 
We're heading into Red Cat Cave, not knowing what exactly we're going to find, but rocks. trusting. It's almost certainly rocks. Trusting that Grandfather Sven will have sent us here for something. Because if we don't get some kind of answers or direction, we may be left with little other than to stand and fight the Burning Mammoth Horde or to flee blindly into these mountains in the hopes that we can continue to escape. We can keep going east. What could possibly go wrong? It's not like the world wounds over there or anything. It's not the direction of all of the bad things that happened at the start of Pathfinder 2nd no. no. Edition. No, it's perfectly no. fine. We're going to just find Barthen in there who raced us here just, just to say he got here sitting, first. Sit in the cave like you guys are so freaking slow. Yeah. <laughs> I've been here for four days. Yeah. <laughs> I would find a way to make it Hours ago. Yeah, he's like still panting from running into the cave. <laughs> you see a figure run in in the morning <laughs> as you're getting ready. <laughs> but you, as you uh, approach the cave, uh, you have you you come towards these two big redstone fangs, this overhang above the opening of the area itself. Uh, the ground underneath this rocky overhang, what is delineated there on the map, is the part that is sheltered, uh, that is no, not exposed to the sky any further. Uh, during this morning, here in the mountains, you are a, a bit higher than most of the plains that you've trekked for, through before. There is a bit of a, just a minor drizzle, almost a mist coming down from the skies above. Uh, but there... It is dry, it is protected from the elements, and it is punctured by a narrow cavern opening uh, that you can see visible behind the left fang as you approach. Uh, just to the outside of that, on the right side, somebody bumped the camera sitting down. Oh, did I? Uh, over towards the right side. Oh, God, you're so tall, Nick. Why oh. gotta be so tall? Slouch. <laughs> <laughs> There is an old stone fire ring. Uh, on the stony wall, just behind this fire ring, well back underneath this overhang, there is the still the faded outline of a painted saber-toothed tiger. Hmm. Um, this kind of white ink that had once been inscribed upon the wall with depicting the full body of the creature. Uh, it's hind legs crouched and coiled almost like a snake uh, the front of its body angled its head extended fangs bared like it's prepared to pounce snake or tooth tiger snake or tooth tiger and as the five of you approach the cavern here what are we all doing so um aram is gonna change up um just his setup um i'm actually gonna stay a little bit ahead of all of you. Um, I'll keep my shield and my sword out, and I'm gonna kind of make sure that we don't run into anything. I don't want anything to surprise us. Looking in the mouth, this is obviously a cave, and it's obviously dark going in. It is very much going to be dark. Um, yes, um, there's not. There are no torches actually smoldering in Exconsis. Call Hanway over to help her out because it's kind of difficult to do for herself. Um, she's gonna have a talisman hung up between her two horns, almost like a ceremonial piece. She's gonna cast light on the talisman. That way, okay. we're going in, and then after that, it's gonna be. Headlight. I don't even know. I'm a headlight. Yeah. So Amka's got a beacon of light emitting out from herself with this light spell. Wouldn't it make more sense to give that to Arm? I don't. 
But then you wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do this. This looks <laughs> I would prefer not to be lit up like that. I'm Besides. not going to stay too far out ahead of you just enough so that I can see something a little bit before you do. Okay. Well, you won't be able to see anything if you turn a corner and it's all dark. Well, I wasn't planning on it. Um, well, I suppose um, if anyone has torches, I can carry one. I have a free hand. I mean, I have some. Uh, so uh, Hanu will carry a torch, and she'll actually unlimber her, her little wicker shield that she doesn't normally really have out a lot, because this is kind of tight environments, and she's never been here before. Um, but my action is going to be uh, recalling knowledge. Admittedly, I have no idea what action either of you two are doing seeking. after what you told me. Because, like, yeah, you seeking, seeking. you're just seeking scouting or raising shield. I wouldn't think any of those. Okay, so you guys no. both have your eyes open. Um, you're recalling knowledge. No, it's Verja and Ozash. Um, I'm going to have my accent shield out. I guess uh, I'm not sure what to expect, so I'm just going to have my shield up and scout, I suppose. Oh, if you want to just shield up have your scout. shield up. I'll I just can... have my shield okay. up at the end. I'll scout. Okay. Can I designate Grumbach as my prey? You have literally no. Grumbach is a figure in a story. You cannot designate okay. him as your prey. You can. Uh, that's. I'll draw the line there. An investigator. I'd okay. let you make it your case, but that that not okay. enough information for a prey. It's a fair question. Figured though. I'd throw no, it's, it out it's there. a fair question because we literally said I think last week like pretty much whatever you could make a case, I'll let you make a prey. And I'm like, well, I, I lied to you. There you <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. There are rules. You have to have seen any hint of this creature's existence. Um, so as you come towards this, uh, my two seekers, if you want to draw me some perception checks real quick. Eyeball lads. 27. <laughs> what did you roll at 19. Okay. Uh, 20. Um, Amka, as you have this light above you, as Hanvi kind of helps you get, this, get your hand up on this talisman, uh, even with it being the early morning, skies overcast as they are, as this very light rain falls, uh, it brightens the outside here. Uh, and in this change of light, as you're kind of looking forward, you immediately see this reveal uh, some sort of light tracks that are leading out of the mouth of the cave, and you can't really follow them anymore once they've walked out from underneath the overhang into the rain. Uh, they look like they're very small web-toed feet, almost like an upright frog. Um, but the size of a human child. <laughs> uh, very small, I guess, compared to human tracks. Arm, Anwe, look at these tracks. Both of you would notice that. In a 27, you actually critically succeed. It would notice that they come out towards the outside. They don't just come straight out. They make a wide detour around the fire pit on the southern end of the opening, uh, hmm. almost deliberately giving it a lot of distance. Hmm. Whatever. Like, it was. how much of a lot are we talking? As much as possible. Detour. Like they they come out. Like they come down out of this, uh, and they clearly the direction they were wanting to go is sort of southwest. But they they loop around and leave this ground almost near the the northernmost of the two fangs. Okay, so they are like avoiding this entire half. Yes. Pretty much. Gotcha. But they're heading out of the cave, not but into they it. Head, uh, they would be heading out of the cave. Well, so you can see, you can see tracks going to and from. Clearly, like, they, okay. they go both ways. This way. Can I, um, we look at the tracks? What kind of creatures? Pointed out. Um, what's your nature modifier? Nature modifier is a plus eight. Um, with an eight, there are a, a decent number of things this could possibly be. 
Um, none that are super common throughout this region. But the way that they walk, the way their gait is, even though it, it looks like it might be a vaguely humanoid, sort of frog-like reptilian creature, uh, you get the sense that it's not... It, this is hard to explain as a person who is in real life not trained in survival. It, it does not move like a sentient person would. Uh, it kind of moves meanders. like an animal. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, you're, you're fairly competent. This is not like a gripply or something like that. Uh, it's not something that you will be able to, uh, like that is going to have a society that communicate with language. It looks like it's an animal, but, mm -hmm. but and, and it looks like they're fairly light, decently small. Uh, with those footprints, you can't estimate them being much more than three feet tall. Okay. Uh, but beyond that, there's not a lot you can really get from the tracks. They're small, um, almost animal-like. I think they're afraid of fire, if there was a fire in that pit. So, something per to keep in mind. Perhaps they worship Grumbach. I don't think they worship anything. I'm not... The way they move, it just seems as though... They just move where their feet take them. Well, that means be ready for an attack from animals. If you see something with web feet, um, throw a torch at it. Squid, I'm gonna try to use survey wildlife while okay. they're looking around. Is that a 10 minute activity? Yeah, it's a 10 minute activity, just as we're going into the caves. Doing preparations. Just yeah, doing yeah, preparations. If you want to stop before you go in. Yeah, like, that's what I want to do. Like while you're walking, yeah. Uh, okay. And that gives you an idea of what kind of stuff lives in the area. Yeah. Uh, give me a nature check. Um, it's actually survival. Oh, so give me a survival check then, whatever it is. Mm. Give me a check. Give me the thing that it says. Uh, that's going to be a 23. The 23, the only thing you can think of that would match this description that lives in this, the areas nearby is some kind of fae creature. But that's, kind of, a, that's kind of at odds with what, 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 what Hanri said. Um, there are fae, like there is a, fae is a huge umbrella. Fae is like mortal creature. It goes everything from like a caterpillar to a person. That's like how wide the fey umbrella is. And there are some much more animalistic, much more instinctual fey creatures. Um, there is nothing like an upright frog that lives in these areas. Uh, there is nothing that would walk like that. And if it's not a gripply that is passing through, nothing native to this region. A gripply fey. Honestly, Hanwe, I. I'm pretty sure, I know we've been running into this a lot, but I'm pretty sure these are fae creatures. I love we've reached a point where I can say fae and the whole table groans in unison. <laughs> we've reached a wonderful place no, here. We have a strategy. It's like this. Golem for Age of Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is the story of why most fae are uncommon. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Azan's got Ozosh, the cliff master. Yeah. yeah. point here. Thanks, buddy. So. Well, you know what to do if it, we see anything then. Yeah, we got to ask them whether That's or not they're, you know. I would just ask them how their day is. Yeah. Uh, anything. Anything. If they respond. We know that they're. Set them on fire. <laughs> them on fire. And also that shield thing that you were ah, talking about. Yeah. Anything that responds to her in a language you don't know. She'll bash it with that thing. Hit it with thing. your shield. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. All right, guys. Do, let's don't do even it. hesitate. Just run and hit it with your shield. I mean, I, I trust it. <laughs> we got this. So 10 minutes later, I imagine huddled under yeah. this overhang out of yep. the rain while uh, Aram studies this area. If it speaks words you don't know, hit it. Sure. <laughs> That's exactly what that lady on the cliff did. 
I mean, it worked so well last time. The group of you, go ahead and arrange yourselves. It is narrow enough that you're going to have to move into this cavern single file. So go ahead and take your minis and arrange them in the way that you are going to proceed. I would say put uh, Hanway in the middle, then you, then me in the back. Hermagistus yeah. exactly. with a villain Perfect. point. I hope nothing bad happens to the cute <laughs> frog. <laughs> nothing bad will happen. Rocking a sword and board. Distract foe. Arum. Oh, oh that's a really good one. That's, a really good one. that's how we that's killed Nochugan one. one round. That's a pretty good one. Ozash, Hanway, Amka, then Varja. Varj yeah, Varj I'm going to take up the back for this one. Right. In case we have a cave split and something tries to get it, Hanwe. He just wants to be next to me. That so is Aram and Ozash down, it's easy. lead the way into this opening here. Uh, the cave narrows in not so much that you're squeezing or anything, but that it's only a few feet wide. Uh, Ozash, fairly large half-orc man, uh, your shoulders are inches from either wall here as you walk forward I'm with kind of uh, Hanwe's flickering torchlight coming out behind you. Uh, revealing this narrow passage proceeds almost up some terrorist, like almost stair, like inten almost intentionally crafted uh, into the entryway of this cavern. Uh, the walls here are still the same redstone, but they are worn smooth, as is the floor. There are no jagged, exposed corners poking out. There are no errant stalactites or stalagmites. Uh, it is a very, while narrow, relatively easily passable cavern. And Aram, as you reach the top of this little staircase here, just 10 feet into the cave, you can see the path forking. Uh, a little bit of a divide going around to your left side and an opening on your right into a much wider cavern. And as you hit this intersection, you step in from the smell of rain outside to this pathway. You are immediately hit with a smell of stale alcohol and fermented fruit. Um, the cavern to your right, as you look over, near the back corner has what looks to be a cask smashed open uh, with a huge dark stain spread off, uh, spread across a mass, a pretty decent chunk of the cavern itself. And sort of crouched down next to it, are two strange little reptilian creatures. They have small webbed feet and equally webbed little hands. And they're sort of hunched over uh, and they look like their flesh is lumpy and mottled and pink. They look like like newborn rats. Oh good, they don't almost, want our meat. But with no visible scales. Uh, their face kind of extends into a few rows of small pointed teeth, almost like a crocodile's maw, the teeth jutting a bit out from their face with two bulbous pale eyes oh, atop ah. their heads. Okay. They're hideous. And uh, country. as you yeah. come around and just barely through the flickering torchlight can make out these two figures from Hami behind you, the two of them hiss and lunge forward. We're going to roll some freaking immediate initiative here. Ooh. Is this what happens when you have a kobold that's born without scales? It kind of looks like a scale. It looks very almost kobold-like, especially like the first edition kobolds mm -hmm. before they got turned into the adorable goofballs that they are in second edition. It I looks was not like ready a for weird that. naked subterranean first edition kobold. We do have scouting up. 
Yeah. Um, uh, yes. And as Hanwi is recalling knowledge here, uh, well, this is obviously to everyone the source of the footprints. Mm -hmm. Being able to see the thing, you, you technically haven't come around the corner yet, but for simplicity, I'll just give it to you. Uh, as you can see, very, very shortly here. These are not creatures from the realm of the Mammoth Lords. Hmm. These are creatures from the Darklands deep below. Um, their eyes and their pale skin gives it away that they are denizens of deep, deep caverns and not at home here on the surface. Mm. Mm. Uh, and you can tell very easily just when you see them that they are completely blind uh, and do not make their way through on vision. Huh. Those eyes are not seeing, which is interesting. Huh. Amka. 20. 20. Verja? I got a 16, 16. And I found a weird card on the ground with Amka's name on it. There's a weird card on the, game, on the ground. Amka Un Cleric should always have hero points from GM for Life here. And from Dark Card 1995, Ozosh. Ozosh, he's our man. If he can't do it, well, reroll and try again. <laughs> fair, fair point, my friend. Aram? Thank you. Well. Ooh, very ready at the front here. Hanui? 13. Ooh, very ready in the middle here. Alzash? Oh, uh, 15. <laughs> also, sorry, I was yeah, reading okay. the card. Here's I the just dumpster. Got. Here's 20. Um, so there are two of them. I'll just roll them both individually. There's... My dice weren't even taking them seriously. Um, I mean, they're equally startled. Hmm. The <laughs> one in the, well, the one in the front got a 26. The one in the back got a seven. So, <laughs> the hero okay. sandwich. Feast or famine, there you go. Sorry, a ten. I'm good at math. It's a hero um, sandwich. It is absolutely a hero sandwich. Uh, so I guess... For my... Uh, I'll keep them both on there. I was going to say for some place, I might as well get rid of one and just only have one of them act on the first, uh, first round here. But this one that is a little bit closer to you as you come around the corner immediately rushes forward. Um, it's... It's got just enough speed to get up to you, I think. It's 25. 30. And it runs up. 30. Is it 30? It's 30. Okay, well then it will it will uh, move twice to rush forward, kind of gallivanting on like it's uh, all, all fours with a strange little almost panicked gait hmm. as it rushes up. It looks like it's lunging forward to bite you and kind of cocks its head towards the corner and sees at least... Ozosh and Hanwe around the corner as well. Probably, uh, or at least the techs. Uh, not probably hear us. We're not being quiet. Yeah, not not so much. Uh, and then realizing that there are a bunch of you guys, it stops, kind of skitters its claws into stone. And instead of biting, its eyes light up. Blinding pulse of light. Uh, I need why? the three in the front to make fortitude saves. Hey, fortitude saves. It's got, it's got my world, kids. <laughs> oh, I was almost something decent. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. It walks around the corner and says, Welcome I'm to my world. To turn that into a reroll. I was Burn just sad I didn't have that. We... Much better, but. Well, the point is, you're not going to be permanently blind for this fight. That is true. I'm totally gonna be blind. And as they light up at a nearly blinding display of those in the front, they flash quickly twice. Those of you in the back would even be able, from the distance, be able to tell that there is two incredibly bright flashes, like flashbangs going off down the hall. Does it make that camera snapping sound? Yeah, you hear hissing and claws. Uh, so Hanwi? Hanwi gets a 12. Fail, Ozash? Uh, 14. Fail, Aram? 
25. Succeed. Hanwe and Ozosh, you are blind. Okay. Aram, you are dazzled. Uh, and uh. Amka, you see these flashes and hear this from the back. <laughs> I'm gonna hold because I can't feasibly move anywhere. I assume Vash are probably also gonna do much the same. Can I squeeze past? Not really. Can I spend three actions to try to squeeze past? If you want to spend me. all three of your actions to squeeze up to be next to uh, Aram, I will let you do that. Yeah. To try and just force There's your way. There's a problem. Way. Because, like, they're recoiling. You see Hanwi and Ozaj, they're, like, they don't know what's happening. They're totally yeah. blinded. Because, like, the whole point of me being back there was to protect the back line if we ran into an intersection. That's fair. We haven't even gotten in the cave. As you get up a little bit, you can see that this cave uh, to the left here takes a brief corner, and again, this... this these two pulses of light and this flickering from Hanwi's torch, you can see it immediately opens to a massive chamber just around the corner next to you. But I can't see into the chamber. Not into the chamber. No, you're still around Not the corner. Not my problem. Ozash, you are totally blind. <laughs> um, well, Ozash, you, the last thing I know is that uh, Aram was right in front of me, and so was this thing. So Ozash is just going to, I guess, for lack of a better term, carefully, you know, work his way around Aram and try and Force his way to make me an acrobatics check. Oh, acrobatics, you say? Oh boy. Uh, acrobatics, uh, I say. It's a plus one, so. Hey, that's okay. positive. <laughs> four. With a four, to the you ground. try to move past Aram, totally blind in unfamiliar territory, and Verja pushes past you from behind, and you fall prone in this space, completely blind on these smooth right, well. steps. You feel yourself fall, your feet leave you. You are blind and on the ground. I will use my second action to stand back up and uh, carefully uh, maneuver around again. Or acrobatics check. Thought you were gonna take the nap action. Eighteen. With an eighteen, you'll be able to move up to half your speed, uh, totally blinded and squeezing here. Uh, there is one not, square. Okay, if there's one square there uh, that he can and go then into, my then last half action. That's I, three. Move. Get up. Move. Oh, yeah, that's a half square. Actually. That's uh. Oh. Okay. It's you try to push past. Okay. And you kind of get up past Aram and immediately hit walls. Okay. So and you just case. you can't find anywhere. I guess just to get up here. Shield up. I just hope for the best. Hey, move. Get a stand up. Move. You have a shield up. You're blind and you're trying to get somewhere and figure out where you are and you got no idea what's happening around you. And Hanwi is equally blind. <laughs> uh, um, they're they don't they don't use sight. Just just try to get. Try to get the light up there. Um, and Hanwi can't see anything, so she's just going to hold the torch up over her head to try to at least light up the area as much as possible for people who can't and see. You hold that up, you would immediately hear this hissing uh, from whatever this creature happens in the front, immediately like peek in a shriek. Hmm. As you're still like back around the corner, but even as it gets a little bit closer, the thing squeals. Ooh, they didn't like that. Step back. Um, okay. Uh, great, great. Uh, I heard roughly where this is. I could throw the torch. Can I say? Let's do it. Yeah, can I say <laughs> throw it over here? Roll me, just roll a d20. This is going to be interesting. A it's one. Me. You throw the torch and, uh, <laughs> roll me a d6. Okay, so oh, one. <laughs> you have this torch, and it clatters out the back of the wall, and Ozosh, as you're trying to get your position here, you feel a 
burn up on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> we pitches his torch, it kind of hits the wall, and the burning part of it just hits Ozosh in the back of the shoulder, and you take one point of fire damage. I, did it help? <laughs> and the torch no ladders way. to the ground no, in between not. the two of them. Someone threw fire at me. Arum. Oh no, they can breathe fire. <laughs> <laughs> You're dazzled, <laughs> so you're seeing spots. You're uh, you're dazed, but you can still see here. Um, so Aram doesn't want to move behind this thing because she realizes that everyone behind her is vulnerable. Um, so he's gonna keep uh his shield up and he's gonna take a swipe at this thing to see if he can get it to pull back. Okay. Let me uh, succeed in the DC five flat check. That's a nineteen. So I'm thinking. Okay. Good. Through the dazzled. And then uh, that's going to be uh, a 14 to hit. The 14, as you hit down, this thing is already kind of recoiling from the torch just being held up, and your sword is just going to clatter in front of it as it sort of scrambles back pretty swiftly. Um, I'm going to push up to try to intimidate it physically some more, and then I'm just going to put my shield up. Okay. <sighs> The, the big wall of metal here. Um, yeah. Do I come in? Huh? I guess. <laughs> I I'm know. trying to make you room for this, people to come in. You watch in. whatever happens with Hanway and Are you trying to shove it? Yeah, like, no, I'm trying oh. to get it up into the room to make room for more people to come in. That's Are called a shove. trying to shove oh, it? Yeah, I'm trying okay, to shove it. Okay, make me an athletics check. Yeah, sorry. Like, shove. Minus five. Uh, it's going to be a 14 again. Yeah, 14 is not going to do it. This little thing, uh, or scrab on the ground, you reach for it, it just sort of s squirts, squirts around. Squirts out of like my writhing. way. Uh, Amka. I you can't see how we throw a torch and hit Ozosh in the back of the head. Uh, <laughs> you see two flashes and Verge just surges up through here, but you can't see what's happening up there at all. <laughs> Can I surge up there behind Verge? <laughs> No, you there know what? Four people on the way. Yeah, I mean, There's I can so... see to help move at least. That's true. If you get, you're not blind at all. If you want to take your full round, I will let you move up behind Virgin. Yeah. Three actions. Three actions. Three actions. And then again, Ozaj, after this burning, you feel another push. I felt towards this type. I'm good. How long am I dazzled for? Until. Until. And, uh. I would imagine. As you come up here and the light comes into this. This little creature in the front uh, is going to start kind of squeaking, uh, and it is just going to lash out at Aram, uh, chomping towards his legs as it almost flattens itself on the ground, like trying to put itself down between you and this glowing beacon on top of Amka's head here. Hey, stop that. He mounts. He get a 22. This uh, is what sabatons are for. Mm. Uh, I shield block. Okay. So you guys still shield, so five, question mark? Yep. I was going to nickname these things Toe Munchers before we came in here, and it would have been so appropriate. Oh, you're going to munch the toes. It's happening. <laughs> uh, he's going to give you eight points of piercing damage. Your shield's going to take the majority of it. He's quite small. You're only going to take three. Uh, you and your shield are both going to take three. And then he is immediately going to attempt to squeeze past you, uh, pushing himself between your leg and the cave wall. Can I impede that? Yeah, As I mean, that's what I'm like, yeah. are you letting him, or well, you're no, not impeding I'm... anything. He's making an acrobatics check against your, I want to say it's reflex DC, yeah. to tumble through. You could let yeah. him, and then he no. does it for free. Uh, he is going to get a 28. 
That's not going to critically sorry, sorry. succeed. Uh, 25. Not going. It's going to succeed normally. Does that not beat any of the three of you? It's actually just the left side of the table here. Does this not beat any of your reflex DCs? 25? No. Or that beats me. So like nobody has a 15 in the reflex save yeah. yet? You, I, th- I think we're solid. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is going to scrabble down the cave and uh, Verja and Amka can clearly see it as it jets past you, like hissing and squealing and darts around the corner into this second area and this second cavern where you lose sight of it. Uh, that will trigger a reaction. Are you gonna, does it start next to you or just, oh, it leaves a square next to you. Yep, no escape. Okay. So Verja follows in this cave, <laughs> seeing a bit of the light coming out from Amka as you, you see this lizard shoot past you and then Verja push past you. And uh, you can see around you that the edges of this are built up with piles of sticks and brush heaped up into mounds along the northern and southern walls of this, like 25 feet in either direction from where you came in. And from within, you see dozens of white little bulbous eyes peeking out, just glinting. So I would notice that upon (laughs) coming here. Yes. I can stop at any point. I don't think you can, no Mm -hmm. escape. I can use up to my move speed. To stay next to the... Ooh, is that what it says? Okay, well, you can stop there then. I thought you had to use up to your move speed. Yeah, if it's up to, then yeah, you don't have to go the whole yeah. way. I thought you had to follow the whole way. Fair enough. You see that? Stop in the doorway. <laughs> I'm just like, I need a torch. <laughs> I'm your torch. Dozens. I need a torch. I need fire. I'm and fire. the smell of this stale ale Fill the room. is replaced as you come <laughs> into here. It's like with a very pungent sort of fishy odor. As you yeah. see this thing scampering back towards these heaps in the southern end of the room. The other one is going to run forward up to Amka and light its eyes up. I need a <laughs> fortitude save. I'm immune. From the two who have not been hit by this yet. Oh, I don't have to roll again? 20. I believe you actually still do. You, you two are already blind. Yeah. But yeah. you three got to roll. 23. 23, you are dazzled. 24. 24, you are dazzled. 18. I rolled an 18. You don't have to like throw it from shoulder. I'm blind. I, I rolled a one. Oh, you just roll it into here. You are blind. <laughs> yeah. There's well, not blind super party. blind, fortunately, so it doesn't go higher than blind. I, I just uh, be but blind. the second flash overwhelms you when you lose your sight. <laughs> and then you feel tiny little claws. I don't like it. Scraping across your shins. Uh, 22 again uh, for this guy. Um. Uh, he hits. You're going to take four points of slashing damage. Okay. The tiny little hands. Hey! Um, I hate everything about this. <laughs> so, I guess... Blind, I- blind, blind. Dazzle, dazzle. <laughs> Yay! Third yeah. We're this dazzling. Is, this is going great. Can I direct a blind spellcaster? <laughs> <laughs> Can I, like, point him in the right direction? What are you for? What, what are you trying to do? I he mean, has, you could. He has fire. You can definitely <laughs> aim him there, but like he's still got 50 50. Well, you could you can aim him at a square. Yeah, I'm gonna aim him. Like I'm gonna spend my entire turn to go to Ozosh and be like, all right, so big fire. You can't really thing. get up close to Ozosh. Ozosh has got if you're blind Aram in front of him and blind Hanui behind him and is also blind. You, you can't really get up next to him. And plus, if you're expecting me to cast Fireball, I can't cast a spell without reading this. Cast Fireball! The only fire spell I know is Produce Flame, and I don't think that's gonna... What are you doing, okay. Vesha? It's your turn. I'm gonna move 
back over. Don't beat me. <laughs> he goes in. Oh no! And he goes immediately Good luck, Kafka. I'm gonna I'm gonna let my grip loose, carry my weapon with one hand, grab the torch, and then I'm gonna come back to the other side of um. Avanka. <laughs> blows past you. Oh crap! Blows past you. Grabs the torch. Blows past you. And holds the torch out into the roof. I need some kind of fire. So with the torch light, you can see this red light now flickering out, uh, being reflected by what looks like probably five pairs of eyes. Uh, counting the guy that just ran in. Oh, no. Counting the guy. Six pairs of eyes. Um, I need three more things. Throughout the north and south corner of the room. Oh, just in this chamber. Five more things. Plus the guy who ran in here. Yeah, I need three um, more. We have a lot. There's there's lots of dudes. He's a bunch of just, just like smalls. bugberry things. They're not. I don't have enough. I actually did not I get I got other small. things. Smalls are like what we uh, that's, that's I don't these. have a ton have of smalls. Okay. My smalls are limited. Um, if we were but as one you, short, as you see them all them. in yeah. these heaps of sticks and fine. brushes, these eyes Dang. immediately reflexively kind of retract into their dens, taking a little bit of cover. There's some hissing. There's some whimpering. Uh, it's turn of Ozash. And as we come around to your turn, the stars start to fade out, your vision starts to come back in, this blinding white flash is replaced by this red glow of the torch, and you are no longer blind. Oh, sweet. I was wondering if it was temporary or not. Permanent. Uh, permanent. Level two, permanently blinded. Well, uh, Welcome to first edition, kid. Personal <laughs> Right. So, you know, Ozash does one of those a little... <laughs> it's Frog of War. Well, uh, this is not what I had in mind. So from what I can tell, I can only see uh, Aram and the one that's in front of him, right? You can only see the one. You literally see, see the, one, the one. Yeah, Aram and the one in front of him, yes. Um, hmm. Let's see. Is there a square? Yeah, there is a square. I'm going to... There's not a square between... There's not a square in there. You need yeah. to, like, tumble through him or get behind Aram. You can't get up adjacent to it. You guys are fighting in a very narrow tunnel. Um, I guess I'll just move to the square that's behind Amka. And uh, that's the only one I can really see. And uh, you're kind of in the way. Well, it doesn't like fire, so I'll just. The boy he just produce flame. <laughs> produce flame. <laughs> just one down. I'm just gonna toss, shoot a little tiny fireball out of my axe. Pew. Nine. What's gonna happen to uh, this? Uh, everyone who rolls in this tray is yeah, yeah, starting to come back, and you throw a fireball that sails over this thing's head and uh, hits the floor mm -hmm. of the room behind it with a little spray of fire, igniting a bit of this wine stain on the floor as it sort of catches and smolders a little behind it, but it's old and dry enough to not really spread. To be fair, it's kind of hard to see still. Hanwe, same to you. Your vision oh. starts to come back as we come around to your turn. Oh my gosh. Uh, one of moves. <laughs> I think it's the same. Everything is different. <laughs> you have been blinded. Help. Where's my torch? <laughs> <laughs> Over it's here. Almost like all of the light is nearly gone. Amka is fighting uh, in light that is coming around the tunnel from uh, from Am or Aram is fighting in, in Amka's light here. The torch light is gone. You just see the white beacon of the magic coming 
clearly across from the left side here, shadowed by Ozosh and Aram and nearly gone by the time it reaches that rightmost cavern. Um, I have low light vision, so... So you, you can, can still see through out. this fine. Okay. Uh, so Hanui uh, is going to look okay. around, kind of rapidly reassess, step up behind Aram, uh, see this little thing here. Uh, burn! And a little <laughs> wisp of blue flame will flash out towards it. Screw you! <laughs> Get away from him! <laughs> what? Woo, I make that stuff. That's, a, that's like a vision well. also just kind of come back, and you yeah. hit it into the wall right next to Aram, and Aram, you feel this, like, wave of heat next to you. I'm feeling threatened. Couple little, like, sparks touching maybe uh, some of your exposed Don't worry, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Aram? <laughs> All right. Um, if you're there in front of me, I'm going to poke you. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to take a swing at something and in front of me. It felt like it was still in front of me. 50-50 mischance. It's a 14. 50-50 mischance. Pass. Whack a guy. Give him the smack. Smack. Whack a mole. <laughs> You're doing great, Arm. Ha ha. Ha! It's a 19 on the die. Ooh. That's a 27. 27 will hit him. It doesn't matter if we both can't see. <laughs> I think it's the first point of damage that's come out of yes. the party. We're, we're doing it, boys! We're helpful. And 27 isn't a crit. That scares nope. me. What? We think it's, I guess, yeah, 17, it's, 18. It's a so naked it's rat It's a naked thing. rat lizard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be uh, five points of damage. Hey, you know what we call that? Stab. Points, points on, on the board. Points on the board. All right, I know where it is now, guys. It's going to be okay. 50-50 miss chance. <laughs> It was not okay. It was not. <laughs> Turns okay. out it moved. It's a nine. <laughs> I know where it is. You clang of arm steel slamming into the stone of the cavern. It's his own shield. Uh, Ray shield. <laughs> so um, now is the time of all of the gremlins in the next room. So as you look in this room here, five lads, two on the north, three on the south. Uh, you can kind of see around the corner of Virgil. You can really clearly see where the torch had a couple of them shy back. And the one that ran in here came over to the nest, uh, came up close to it, and has now turned turned back around towards you. He held the torch, and he threw both his hands up over these eyes that he had and turned away from it. And just turns back and puts one foot forward. <laughs> but it's shying back into the nest. Uh, none of them... Approach. Nothing emerges from the I nest. I needed fire. There. <laughs> That's probably why you didn't get mauled right now. Yeah. <laughs> Amka. The one behind us. Burn. Please. I want this to stop. So dazzled. There's a card for this and I forgot to pull it off. DC5. DC5. Got a nine. Good. Now to hit it with the burn, produce flame. Burn. 13 on the die. So it's sure 20, uh, 21. Produce flame hits him. Produce. Through the tunnel, past those and Aram, weaving its way onto its small target here. Six fire damage. Six point of fire damage. Keep Please going. tell me it erupts into flame and the alcohol it was bathing in. Eleven damage on him now. He did it. Not. You have oh. one action left. You're doing great. I, I, I'm not. I'm out of my element here, kids. <laughs> I keep feeling all these flame things. The flying one around in the me. room in front of Verja. Hands on its eyes. It doesn't. It doesn't have eyelids. What? Avert gaze. Oh, there you go. Hey. Smart. It doesn't have eyelids. 
So it can't, like, I keep doing this reflexively because that's what me as a human it comes to is ah light, but they literally cannot do that. They don't have eyelids at all. Um, so it keep, it, it's kind of hands up and it puts its head down and one arm up over its eyes and steps forward and just kind of clatters its claws on the floor, sort of a little bit in front of you. And you see again, its eyes flash twice, bink, bink, before going dark. And uh, you see that matched by many more of these creatures throughout their nest. Bink, 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 bink. It's two flashes. They're all doing exactly that hmm. back and forth at each other. Um, but you've seen it from this one now. It's no longer like you're ready for it by this point. You don't need to make a save or anything. But other than that one kind of posturing at the front, still nothing emerged from the nests. So it, it moved up? Close. It moved up like just a little. It moved up like a square. There's still like okay. five feet between you. Um, and the one back in the other cave is it getting hit by this fire. It's going to attempt to shoot between arms legs. <laughs> I'm going to try to block it. I can't see it. I no. I mean, you, if I can, I'm trying to block it if I can feel it. You, you can't see it, but it's just going to make an acrobatics check. It's <laughs> I'm rolling real high on these. It's going to get a 24. It definitely yep. gets past me. Uh, and it is. Reflex. Yeah, it's going to get all the way mm. through here. Uh, and as Verge, as you see it come under you, you see it also retreat far back in the southeastern corner of the cave and literally dive into the nest. Um, Burying huh. itself with like almost a frog-like butt and its back legs just kind of sticking out as they kick a couple of times, scrabbling to try and get him further in this thing. Verja. Gonna hold and see what they do. That was us. You can put me all, all the way to the end. I'm gonna wait and see what they do. Unless they like attack me, I'm not doing anything. Um, okay. And, well, since I'm next to, uh, Amka, would I be able to see the others in the other room, or... I just, I just no, like, you're, you're kind of around the corner here. I'm kind of running. I can I'm taking a look around the corner, Verge is in it. You, you can say something, yeah, but nobody yeah, else can see yeah, this. I'll the doorway. there's, like, six or seven of them. They're not doing anything. Wait a second. Would you like me to, uh... Not yet. Okay. And what I would like to do is I would like to maybe... Get in front of Virgil with my shield up. Okay, so you can push up the tunnel here. You got a little. You're at the a mouth at this point, so you can push through a little a little well and get your shield up. I'll let you do yeah. that. You come into the room and you can see around the torch. You can see all these eyes. You can see these nests heaped yeah. up against the walls. I'm just gonna prepare myself because uh, I don't know what these things are gonna do either. So, I, uh, Aram, I, um, I can't really see anything, Hanwi. Here, let me. Can I have another torch? I think we I, need it. I mean, you can reach into my pants. They're at my belt. I can't. Here. Um, I'm going to try to pull a torch off of Arm's so, belt. Yeah, if, if he's not fighting, you can get a torch off of his belt. Um, produce flame to light it. Fair enough. And with that lit up, we come back around to Aram, who is definitely still blind. Uh, uh, Hanwi, I can't really see where I am right now. Can I just kind of grab onto your arm and you just lead me? Uh, yeah, put your hand on my shoulder. Uh, she'll kind of got I, my hands are full. That's okay. So shoulder <laughs> yeah. hand yeah. into you. I put her shoulder I, I got you. The one that dove into the nest quickly gets in there and gets turned around uh, and keeps like kind of ducking his eyes down. You can still see more of these paired flashes coming out from groups of them. Back and forth, one side of them to the other. Pairs of them going off, two or three of them doing it almost at once. But What are they doing? Bugs. 
flashing each other. You know, keep the arms hacking. Um, I don't really know how to deal with this problem, Hanway. Do you have an idea? I've got a torch lit. We Besides... can move through them once we have enough fire to keep them at bay. Okay. That sounds good to me. And two that have now burrowed themselves in the nest as well. Uh, neither of them emerging. They seem to be, if they're, the one up in front of his claw on the ground, still there, kind of hitting his claw on the ground, just like repeatedly, still arm over his eye, just in front of you. Uh, kind of menacing, but he's sort of hopping, he's clearly very agitated, but he's not moving any closer to you. He's not showing any sign of attacking you. He's just occasionally being his claw on the ground as the rest of them do these paired blinks. All right, everyone. I think they don't like fire enough. We can walk through the room. Okay. Somebody needs to guide me through the room. Just but... I keep your hand on my shoulder. I like so that we'll idea. So we'll just stay together and move as a group with our torches. You definitely get still plenty of this. I pick up his weapon, too. I'm holding it. Still. Oh, did you? I yeah. thought you dropped I, it. No, I took he, one hand off. Okay. We still get more of this yeah. hissing, these these blinks. The, the pulses are less bright. What they did at first was clearly an attempt, like it was a defensive reaction, it was blinding. But these are these are more muted. These are almost like signals that they're they're putting out back and forth at each other. Um, and like they live here. I don't, I don't as, yeah, as the group you start to kind yeah. of reorganize and move into the room. There's the one that's the up front is the only one that's still kind of like hissing. And he, he starts to like kind of slow down, run out of energy. He's still sort of standing there, his eyes his eyes covered. Um, one claw just like on the floor, just like looking. And I'm like slowly backing up towards this nest. Um, recalling knowledge, Hanwe, give me a nature check here. I can roll it? You can roll it. Uh, 20. Well, 20, they certainly don't like the fire. Like, they, they clearly are not big fans of the light. Mm -hmm. But their behavior tells you that they're, they're not... The light is not so overwhelming that it is it would stop them from attacking you. Mm -hmm. um, they just, if, if anything, it would just anger them. That's not what's happening here. Um... You're not sure exactly what it is, but after a very short window, a little bit of damage, both of them are treated back to these nests. And the the one is clearly agitated, he's defensive, but they're not, the light is not like the only thing that is stopping these from dogpiling you right now. Hmm. Um, are they reacting differently to different party members? Like, are they should shine... be equally mad at all of you. Okay, so they, they, they again, they sure don't like the light, but hmm. they don't like any of you. Uh -huh. can, we, can we try to feed him? Don't feed that, that wild sounds like a animals. Terrible idea. Can, I, um, can we all make Hanley nature checks? Hanley is, is going to take a hold of her amulet, uh, her otter pendant, and she's going to kind of hold it out in front of her uh, toward these things and see if they react to that. You're okay. Is that again? I think with my brain. Holding amulet of the otter. tribe. See if thing no tribe. And as you, you move up toward them, they don't not, seem to have... I'm not approaching them. Yeah, you're not, like, coming up with yeah. a biting range, but, like, a little step or two. Hanwe, um, 
I, I don't I don't think they can see. The one <laughs> up in the front starts clawing the ground. That's not like one more hiss. Kind of takes like a shuffling step forward and hits his claw on the ground a little bit again, but then backs off. Um, the rapid blinking from the nests seems to have stopped. Hmm. Uh, or at least almost entirely stopped. It has been replaced by something a little bit different. A few of the uh, a few of the pairs of eyes now, rather than just two quick flashes, are slowly like warming on. It's not instantly on. Mm-hmm. The lights are coming on, staying on for a few seconds, and then fading out. Maybe they... And s- Can I see again? No. Um, here, uh, let's move through here before we agitate them more. But the oh. light helps, but I think... I don't know for sure. It could be our pendants that are keeping them... They can't see, You can we? tell they're obviously... They can't see the light either. They're, the ones in the nest never at any point made any attempt to come out to you. Mm. And they, they look from the, like, the faces that you can see now with all your light in here. They're not like babies. They're oh. fully grown other creatures in here. But maybe drunk. they are nesting. They're, well, they're clearly like distressed by something. I mean, obviously you're here, but there is something that is preventing them from but attacking. Maybe this is a male who's protecting the females back there who are nesting, and maybe there are young in there, and that's why they're being so defensive. You would also get the sense that, again, I'm going to repeat it because they don't, they really do not look like it. Mm-hmm. These are just animals. Yeah. These are not sentient at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just move through here quickly yeah. before we... To before we disturb them. I agree. I don't think they probably mean us any harm. I think they're just defending their territory. Well, there's something odd going on here, but I'm not positive what. Either way, let's keep moving. Shields up. Well, until I can see, I'm not doing anything. Huh? You can hold on to Hanwe, and she can guide you to the cave as you continue. Uh, there is on the opposite wall, not really visible until you come into the cavern, another passage kind of around a bit of a bend of natural stone that continues further outward to the east. The group you have to cross straight through the middle of this cavern and uh, pass by somewhat close to these northern nests uh, to get to the exit. And as you do, uh, as you get a little closer to the uh, one of the two pairs of eyes in there again, so this is really slow light. It just fades back out. The other one doesn't do anything. They're both watching you pretty intently, mm-hmm. shied back in their nests, uh, the opposite of an aggressive posture. Uh, but they do nothing to stop you from proceeding up into this passageway. Just going to leave them be. This hall, once again, travels a mere 10 15 feet before it opens up a decent ways. Before uh, we get to another room, I'd kind of want to wait. Yeah, I, I would see. like us to take There's a... There's not a lot of... Like, it's wait here. This passageway isn't even, like, long enough for you to all get into. Okay, all right. It is, like, 10 feet of this same narrow. It's like, if you want to wait, you're waiting in the nest okay, yeah, with the pinklings. Not. Maybe not. But Arm is definitely still blind. They hit him pretty hard. Okay. This leads up to, again, 10 feet. We'll find room to deal with it. Before it widens a little bit into a little node, maybe about 12 feet around, with one passage forking off to the south, twisting away into the darkness, and the 
opposite side of this just open to another large cavern uh, punctuated with several large columns, linked stalactites and stalagmites, wide, thick, and modeled at their base and at the ceiling, narrowing greatly near their centers. Uh, you can hear a sort of echoing, rhythmic, soft sound like lapping water uh -huh. emanating from the southernmost passage that echoes through this chamber. Heading toward water is probably a good idea. I don't know. There's always something wrong with water. Every time we've gone near water. Can we check the top room first? Yeah. So, Amka, I will give you a perception check because you are seeking and not blind. Damn. Um, reasonable. Fair. Um, dirty 20. A dirty 20. As you look in this northern room, as everyone starts to go, you see hidden kind of amongst these three big columns in the center another face that looks like another one of those little pinklings peering around the column towards you and as you look you see a hand come out and just kind of rub the top of its head like it's petting hair it doesn't have that's odd that's weird. Like a different thing. No, like another one of these. Guys, another, will you it looks a bit me, larger. Will you, will you tell me what's these, happening? Because I can't see anything. It, it looks like a bigger one of those things. What's it doing? It's petting. It's petting itself. Like a grooming. I know what you are. You sure you don't know what these are? Specifically, I've never. I mean, I can only judge them by how they behave. I've never seen them before. That's fair. Now that I've just heard some of more of the behavior described and I've seen more of the tracks. Can I get There's nothing you'd know the Holly doesn't. Okay. Right. Shield will be big thing. Javelin and little things well, will be well, other. Well let's guys. not roll initiative just, no, just <laughs> if we need to. Okay. He's I'm ready. getting this very strong Man's ready. that we might. Um so what is it what what are they doing? Do you say they're blinking it, at you? It's it's just rubbing its head. Maybe it's like a cat. Do you want to try to slow blink at it to see if maybe it slow blinks back at you? Most cats that I've seen, if you try to do that, they'll either run away or attack you. And last I checked, I don't think this thing has eyelids. How does this... Can I just make a check to see if I know what these are? You wouldn't know anything, Holly doesn't know. Yeah, like... <laughs> well, then, how does this one look different aside from being larger? It's a little bigger. Just a little bigger. That's pretty much it. It looks like it's definitely just... It's exactly another one of these. Hmm. Just a bit bigger. I'm gonna just kind of peer through the room so I can see an exit. Can I see an exit? Um, from your position here, it looks like the it opens up kind of along this southern wall to your right. Looks like it opens up at the far end, but it's hard to tell from this angle. Hmm. Um, and this big thing that I saw, this is almost like a like almost like an endearing kind of gesture. It's this is like like it's petting the other like one. it's petting the other one kind of thing is what you said it's right petting itself it's, it's petting itself. itself oh like it's, it's petting its hair if it had some oh. like its own head oh I thought it was like a second hand that came out no it's its own hand it's oh. like he's peeking around the corner he's self soothing <laughs> <laughs> he's doing this well, he's rubbing his head menacingly if he's his this hair. one is in here maybe go towards the water. Yeah. I really don't want to. Do you understand me? Um, switching to Sylvan uh, and kind of 
gently calling out to the creature. This one's bigger. Maybe if they get smarter as they get bigger, they might actually learn to speak. The taller so you, you are, the smarter you are. Do you speak out in Sylvan? You see this thing's head retract back behind the column immediately. And sort of come back up. Grombok? Hmm. Well, I suppose it was worth a try. I'm, I'm just gonna mimic it. Mimic what it's doing. It probably can't. I don't know if these things can see or not. They really seem, to, sometimes they um, don't and sometimes they well, act well, like they can't. Why don't we just move somehow. past it? If it hasn't attacked us yet, it probably doesn't mean us any harm. Let's just hug the wall. Okay. I agree. Uh, this way then, I suppose. Um, we'll try to direct ourselves. Or, yeah. As you start to step into the room, it sticks out a little further. <laughs> I don't think it likes and, that. Uh, and as it does, you see another figure come out from behind the columns. One much smaller thing. It's maybe a foot tall. Huh. That does, in fact, pretty much look like an upright frog. I'm just going to hold up the book. Because boy howdy, this is some of the best art I've ever seen in my life. Um, huh. It is literally it is a literally frog. An upright frog. That I love it. That's a fake. It's about a it's foot and a half tall, and you can see two twin tongues hanging out of its mouth. As it runs out, its little frog hands up in the air. And puts itself in front of the pinkling between the group and it. And uh, Hanwe, with your knowledge checks here. You don't need knowledge it, this checks is, to know that. This is that. like make big and scary defensive posture. It's about maybe 18 inches. Yeah. <laughs> Does it seem to mind the, the fire or the torches? Doesn't seem to care Doesn't at seem all. to care at all. But okay. this thing is clearly looking across the grip of you. It's... Yeah, talk to that one. Uh, That's not a frog. Try it. <laughs> Any... Thank you. Do you know Grumbach? Neither of them say anything. He didn't say anything? Okay. Um, do I know what this thing is? Um... It's a face. <laughs> nope. Oh, it's upright frog. frog. It's a frog. Big it's frog. A, it's an upright frog. It looks like it's going to. Maybe if we if we make small, like we don't need uh, any. You can't get smaller than this thing. Water. Well, other small. path. I mean, you go the other way. Let's this try water. I can actually. I'll follow you. I can. I guess let's just go back to. Maybe we can take the water passage then. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're gonna. Leave this thing here. Leave it alone. Yeah. And we're gonna take a look at the other chamber, because honestly, worst case scenario, having to hold a three-way choke point is not terrible. So as you kind of turn around to this southern path, better than being in the open, surrounded. You see that this proceeds down a bit of a jagged passageway, and all these cavern walls are very smooth, very worked, very easy to pass. Another terraced step that leads down to a cavern that opens up massively. Uh, these ca these passages require the tall amongst you to stoop. Like, these hallways are maybe only six feet high. The cavern's going up to a whopping eight. Mm. You can at least stand tall in them. This cavern opens up to 20 feet and disappears into the darkness as far as you can see with or without low light vision, with or without dark vision. This cave expands what might be infinitely beneath the earth here. And in we its center... Where it came from is a massive underground lake. Uh, the shore along the inside of the cave walls here 
maybe five, six feet of smooth pebbled stones cast across this uh, descending slope of rock before it hits the surface of the water. And uh, whoever's in the front... Probably be me for this room. Verja would immediately see uh, maybe 15 feet off to your right, another pinkling uh, down on all fours at the edge of the water. Well, down on all three, I suppose, with one hand up over the water. Um, slowly just sort of pulsing his eyeballs in weird little flickering intermittent flashes. I think I can guess what he's doing. <laughs> I think that's how they see. He doesn't appear to notice the group of you come in. Even though you come in bringing the only light in this cave other than his eyes, he does not notice that. Hmm. I'm just going to watch him for a second because I've got a pretty good idea. I think I know what he's doing, but I want to make sure. And I'll just like hold a hand up for everybody else. After I'm sure a it's a moments, scouting party. We know hand signals. You see him kind of lunge forward and all of you would hear a splash, a small splash as he slaps his little claw into the water. He pulls it up, kind of like scooping towards himself and then goes back to sort of blinking at the water. I think they flash lights in their head so they can see. Quite possibly, but he's fishing. Well, yeah. I wanted to make sure. Well, then these things are weird. Well, just um, so I'll do we want to explore this and I leave him alone? Yeah, I'll I just can't step see in. still. That's a little you are worrying. In fact, still blind. That's fine. Did you open your eyes? It's dark. You're not missing too much. Just and he slaps at the water. water again. You see him sort of lunge his body forward, putting his other arm and like his full body into the water, and you hear a bit more of a vigorous splashing. And he puts his mouth down and then pulls up. Well, wolffish. <laughs> Just kind of jamming his mouth, flapping tail yeah. coming out between his fingers. Like, scrabbles back from the bank and turns and sees the group of you and immediately blasts his eyes 100%. Um, We've already been exposed. But to you it. already, like, you know what they do at this point. Yeah. We, have, we have come to this. Mm -hmm. You're expecting it everyone i can assume closed their eyes or looks away as he turns around yeah as he soon as he looks arm. startled we're just like yep just an arm who doesn't even process anything's happening arm's just like huh? what <laughs> what and is happening you, you hear feet his clawed feet scrabbling on the stone with a loose rock and he bolts forward at you on all fours what do you do run him by he's gonna attack kick him but He's going to try to run by us. Uh, Hanwi's going to flatten herself against the wall. Yeah, yeah just going to let him move bond. out of his way. And it would shoot up past all of you into the tunnel and bolt around the corner towards the nests. Probably bump into Aram. Fish and run into hey. Aram. There's a little fish in its mouth. I'm so happy. Eyes, flash, flash. Flash, flash. So, yeah, we know. The big, <laughs> see, the big brain strategy flash, flash. here. We're letting them all group together for one fireball. One fireball, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is like the worst. Make me a perception check, Amka. Water. Uh, 15. Uh, with a 15, as far as you can see, this cave expand out into the darkness. Do you have low light vision? Yes. You can see this expand out into the darkness for an incredible distance in this underground lake because it looks like it kind of slopes downward. It looks like it dominates a huge majority of the, can of the cavern. This cave is massive. Red Cat Cave is an incredibly huge, possibly labyrinthine complex. And seeing these creatures, it is entirely possible that this goes all the way to the Darklands, somewhere far beyond. Hmm. 
It's you know, this source of fresh water here could be really useful to well, know about. How do you know if it's fresh? Have you tasted it yet? I had a fish in it. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's safe to drink, but it had a fish in it. I mean, it's and you hear a, river. a voice emanate out from the surface of the water. Uh, Talk. Do it. All right. And it speaks in... Let me... Yeah, it speaks in Halit. Who are you? Check it. Uh, switch to Sylvan. Um... We are scouts of the Broken Tusk come seeking Grumbach, the Groundbreaker. Give me a pause. And then you would hear a response back in Sylvan. You speak first, Tongue. It's a fae. We know it's a fae, Virgil. Uh, <laughs> you look like mortal folk. There are many of the first kin in the in the in the realms uh, it's good to know it's good to look to speak with your neighbors and you would see a figure emerge from the water just basically right in front of Amka uh, you would see a head topped with long black hair mm. emerge up her skin as blue as open waters themselves reflecting the sky Long pointed ears, much like an elf. A very humanoid face. As she sort of folds her uh, her forearms up on the end of the shore and just lays her chin down on them, looking up at the group of you. Who is this? Who are you? <laughs> hey. Uh, I'm Gathkanara. I Who are you? I am Amka Un. Do you all introduce yourselves? Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He's not going to introduce themselves to the it's, water fae lady. It's the first one that lessons. has talked to us and not tried to coerce us into doing a weird ritual. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Mm. <laughs> I assume you live here? Mm. I haven't been here long. It was a nice pond. It's quiet and peaceful. It was until the last few days. Is that when these creatures came in? Oh, yes. These uh, strange little figures of the deep chasing after that Morlock. They came up I don't know, not long ago. A what um, lock? Morlock was here? A Morlock. He came up, a light going from the hat on his head with some magic. An entire gang of these Little frog folk chasing after him. I thought he was in danger. I thought they were pursuing him and he was trying to escape, but... No. He's... He stole that hat from these little frogs. They seem to very much like it. Their whole tribe followed him here for it, but... I think he led them here on purpose. We have a hat too now. Maybe they like our hat better. Does it glow? It does it not. It could. Their leader seems to like the light it puts out, which is strange. <sighs> they won't go out in the day. That's why he was rubbing his head. He misses his hat. Why are you here? 
We're looking for Grumbach. Our ancestors told us a long time ago Grumbach is a spirit who was here. I haven't seen any other spirits. I like this cave because I was the only one in it. It was a nice dark place. I could sing and be alone. Well, hopefully it'll be that way soon again. Yeah. Well, I don't know. First a Morlock, then an entire gang of little frog folk, and now mortals coming seeking some other spirit that apparently lives here. What's a Morlock? Um, it's, uh, it's sort of like a, a, a goblin that lives under the ground. Horrible little creatures, honestly. They're bad-spirited. Hateful little things. Why would they want a hat? I think he used it to bait them here. Did you see where he went? Did he leave? I haven't left the pond, but I've seen what he's done to them. He finds them sometimes when they're alone. He strangles the little creatures. That's so horrible. He laughs as they scream. I'm gonna... Then he comes to this pool to wash their blood from his hands, and I just hide at the far end and wait for him to go away. No wonder they were so scared of us. Hmm. I am skeptical. Can I check to see if that's a lie? You can make me a sense motive. You can make me a perception check. Yeah. Uh, 13. A 13. She, uh... Obviously, in this group, we have established a wide distrust of Faye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I trust him implicitly. And, uh... Especially Faye and the water have not meshed well with us in the past. Mm. But this figure, whatever she is, if she's lying to you, you have no idea what the reason is. She has just presented herself to you. She's, not, she's right in front of you. She's literally, like, with arm's reach of Umka on the shore, mm. prone. She's clearly not worried, but, I mean, you've seen Faye transform into a freaking Kelpie, so, like, it's mm. not impossible. That's part of the bait, but... Nothing intrinsically gives up that she's trying to deceive you. Would you like us to get rid of the Morlock for you so that you can go back to being peaceful here? I... I don't know. I do very much hate things coming so quickly to violence, but I suppose that is the mortal way after all. These little frog folks, they're, they're such cunning and curious little animals. They come, they don't just fish, they play in this pool. Seemingly just for fun. We, Less often now. We don't want to harm them, we just want to get rid of that other thing. Maybe they'll if just go away. If you could at least maybe give them what they're seeking. The hat? The hat. Then maybe they could flee this place and escape this horrible, murderous morlock. Maybe we can go give that thing the hat that we found. There was a creature also. It was a. It was about this. It was small, about this big, and it, it was a. It looked like a frog with two tongues. Have you seen that before? Oh, the little groplet. It's a. It's a simple little creature, but it seems to have taken a liking to these frog things. Maybe it sees some companionship in them. I think their leader keeps it as a little pet, but it seems very loyal. It's cute. Okay. Uh, good to know. And again, this Morlock creature, um, have you seen him move? The last time you saw him, did you see what he, did he go along the shore of your lake? Did you see where he went? 
he comes in from well he usually retreats to that cavern far over there and she points aside over to what would be just at the very edge of your light you see as this shore continues up to your left uh, the, the bank widens a bit there's a bit more of a landing up there in the northeast uh, and it looks like but weren't certainly cave entrances without getting closer with her pointing to them they almost certainly are rather than just shadows in the distance you can you know reveal the things i'm talking about um and she points to the furthest one one that leads directly east over in deeper into the cavern there okay i just i don't want to hear the little screams anymore i like my pond yeah, let's 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 see what we can do about that. But you Hmm, I know. Why don't we ask them? We can ask one of them. Uh, they might be able to tell you about the rest of the caves. They surely have gone further in. They don't seem to speak the first tongue when I tried. There is no need. I can speak with them. Thank you. Um, they all were startled by us and ran back to their nest. Will you be able to get out of the water? If you can bring their leader to this pond, I will speak with her. I will tell her you mean them no harm, that you're here to help her retrieve her nice hat and help them get away from that terrible, hateful Morlock. Okay, I will do it. Um... Arm, just sit right here. Can you... anything? Uh, now that I've heard her talk some more, um, can I get a sense motivation? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can, you can roll one. Because <laughs> we've been played quite a bit, yeah, and now we're being asked... Specifically Faye, so, like, reasonable. Specifically Water Faye. <laughs> it's been a bad time with Water Faye. I'm fighting the time. urge to just, like, have everyone around the table just immediately throw dice. And see Let's happens. get it all of our system. Everyone roll a sense motive check. We'll Whoa. get it all of our system. Get it on the table. Uh, 21. 23. I trust her wholly. I know nothing. None of you feel any reason to doubt um, what this Faye creature is saying. She looks and trustworthy. Totally. It says so on the back of her card. <laughs> you, <laughs> we don't know and, and you, Hanwi, would not be... I mean, Fey knowledge, perhaps. I don't know if that's something you're intrinsically like more familiar with or not. Uh, but this creature here, though it knows Sylvan... <laughs> this is the infinite circle of, that's a Fey? That's not a Fey? Isn't technically a fey. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, an so, elemental. Right? This is an elemental. Yeah. Oh, I feel way um, better about that. Okay. This is I mean technically the method was an yeah, elemental. Yeah, so you have so. you have like methods are like the lowest tier of yeah. elemental creature. Yeah. Um, there are like out in the elemental planes, they have civilizations, they have societies and and they have their own culture. This is a being of the elemental plane of water. Uh, and I wonder how you could tell. I don't know. Is it the fact that it looks like she's literally made of water? I thought she was rock. Um, she goes with the flow. Rocks or ice. She literally cannot get out of this pool. Okay. Um, she need, Which means that if she came here, this must connect to a massive further body of water uh, somewhere deeper within the cave that she used to travel here in the first place. Okay. So further reinforcing, like, Everything that else way is nice. forever. Okay. Mm. So I'm going to sit here and be useless and, uh, yeah. 
All right. Well, well this maybe Amka, you can take a yeah, look at arms. This is a good place to we can do. I'll go back and see if I can. It's also safe to say this water is probably drinkable with it. Was there something wrong it. with your sight? Yeah. The little frogs. They kind of blinded me. Flash, flash, bright. Mm. I always thought they had such pretty little eyes. Their little glowing lights are very charming. Well, you think that until they're really, really close to you and you weren't expecting it and it was really dark before. And you scared them. Mm. Oh, that's true. You mortal folk, you need you need these lights to see these little fires and this magic charm. I'm afraid so. What do you do at night? Your sun goes away, does it not? Your world turns. It does, but we have uh, we we can make our own light uh, out of uh, rock. As, as they're talking, yeah. you guys are heading up. Hanwi's going to make her way yeah. back to the I'll to the cavern. You. We Same. sleep. Um. And uh, we'll come back and the, they're drowned. Yeah. <laughs> Dead corpses. God darn it. They got me again. <laughs> you had one job. Um, and uh, she's going to make herself look small, uh, which is not difficult for Hanwi. She's already pretty small. Um, but she'll put the torch down on, on, the, on the floor um, and kind of keep herself small and kind of move into the room and try to catch the eye of the larger thing. Um, and just try to try to mimic the ears of the. And there's ears in the token, but there's not ears in the picture. Does she have like elf ear things? The token is like special art from the book. She does. This okay. is just the generic beast. Okay, art. perfect. So she'll kind of like mimic the ears, um, and you got then, Virgin and Ozash with you, I assume. Or yeah, I think just. Uh, no, I'm along to be a light source. Oh, okay. You're staying at the shore. In that case, or I'll leave you, you a torch. Or are you coming too? I was I was going with that. Okay, so here's the three of you that are up here. Okay, yeah. um, but I mean, Hanwei's trying to take point here, so the, the big right. scary yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm don't... just here to be light. That's all. I'm staying like five, ten feet back. I'm staying by the entrance, but I still have my shield at the ready just in case. Um, and she's gonna try to pantomime the ears and then <laughs> back in and then kind of move away and then kind of back in again. Why don't you make me a Nature check or diplomacy check with your wild empathy, Druid. Uh, can I use my tame animal feet to use nature instead of diplomacy? That takes like an hour. I see. Taming May I use wild, em wild empathy with diplomacy? Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Right. I was like, oh, Mr. Druid, would uh -huh, you like to use your but... wild empathy? Okay. We don't it is diplomacy, right, for wild empathy? It point. is diplomacy for wild empathy. Um, that's a 16. Okay. Mm. The thing looks. kind of very slowly comes out from behind the pillar. And uh, you haven't seen these things, not in like battle or defensive mode yet, mm -hmm. but it is very much a weird little frog. It walks kind of awkwardly with almost little T-Rex hands in front of it with its little claws. I think, is, is I think it's coming. coming along. And the little dude, the groplet with the two tongues, follows along. Plap, 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 plap. Tiny little I've feet having to work run. pretty hard <laughs> to keep up uh, let's behind it, her. Let's give it as much room as possible so it doesn't get startled. And she'll kind of shoo you both down the, the hallway. Well, okay, simply a light. I, I just I gently move out of the way and I do make the hand motion of 
after you. <laughs> and again, just kind of making sure that it's still coming and then moving away a little bit more. And you get this thing to come down to the water's edge here. Where uh, this elemental is still sitting here just kind of speaking <laughs> with you two. And over this time, your vision is starting to come back. Oh, um, thank God. Uh, whether it's Amka's assistance or just time, you are starting to a little bit see this I water, see this. these caves, the world's it's a big starting light to come back instead in. Instead of a big dark blur. It's better than nothing. The elemental sits here and looks up. Yes. I like this one. And uh, she sort of looks at it and puts out one hand and just motions with her finger. Other thing kind of like stands up and very very quickly sort of <laughs> scuttles over literally just right up next to Amka doesn't even look at you and just looks down at the water and uh, she's little thing these folk here they are going to help you with your hat so that you can go home and uh she's just speaking Halit mm. but this creature you see its eyes, like, immediately just blink, 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 like kind of rapid fire. And it, it kind of hops a little. It clearly either understands what she's saying or she's puppeting it. Yeah. One of the two things is happening here. <laughs> she has all of Directly responds. Um, and she <laughs> says again, can you help them with what you know about the rest of this cave? so that they can get you your hat back. Uh, you have been through this tunnel here, through the far end, and the thing. And it just makes like these weird little, it's clearly not a language. Mm. It's, it's like little guttural chittering sounds. But she listens. It's like birds talking back and forth. Smile on her face. Yeah, kind of. And nods. Mm. That's what happened. I wasn't there. One of them tried to head through this passageway here. The Morlock set a horrible little trap for them. Hmm. And right when they came through hundreds of sharp little bits of rock came down from the ceiling and ripped them to shreds. Oh. How horrible. It's quite excessive. Is mm. there uh, another way that we could go? Was there something else they could do, little thing? Is there another way through that cave? Do you know what lays beyond? And the thing just continues chittering mm -hmm. back and she just sort of nods a couple times this after is so a minute interesting so. like I said they only arrived here very shortly ago as well the Morlock is taken that side of the cavern they haven't explored it okay. the traps as far as they've been I'm afraid so well, we know about it at least and we know that there could be more that will help always try to trigger it ahead of time or find a way around it ourselves. That Morlock creature hasn't been here for long. If he was able to prepare one, he may have many. I don't know how far these caves go past that opening. 
Well, I'm starting to get my sight back. I... Good. Thank you, little thing. Uh, Your help will help them. And hopefully get you back your beautiful little crown. Mm -hmm. And the uh, little thing turns and kind of like looks over towards the party Mm. and Mm. does... But it looks at first like the same thing the ones in the nest did. Long, after it goes dark, it does it again. Kind of repeating, like long, single pulse light. Amka, may I? Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, like, torch. Maybe. Like, cat blank. And then uh, it sort of shuffles backwards towards the opening and then turns around and just heads back up the passage towards where you found it. The weird little two-tongue frog immediately turns away from you and just pat, 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 right after Wait, it. I know why they don't like torches. They send messages back and forth. And it probably with, confuses with them. And the flicker like, torch lights confusing. No, no, no. They send little flickers back and forth like little messages. We're screaming. <laughs> <laughs> they can scream way louder than we can. We're all caps. Uh, we're all caps. We're just typing in caps. Yes. Caps. Everything I know about this Morlock makes the situation ever more horrible. Well, let's go stop it. Agreed. If there's any way that I can help, any way that I can aid you, I would be glad to. But well, I don't know of what use I'd be. Can you I, help me see in the dark? That's not a gift I can simply apart any more than an affinity for water, I'm afraid. I, beyond speaking with these little creatures, I don't know how else I could be evade. You've already done so much, uh, but if something occurs to us, we can come back and seek you out. This Groombok you look for, you said he is a spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, such as the tales say. We are mortals. We weren't alive when the last time our people were here and saw him. Is he one of the first? Is that why you know the tongue? Maybe. Our people have had interactions with the first world on many occasions. Hmm. All, a lot of scouts are trained to speak it so that there might not be misunderstandings. Sensible. Well... I hope that you can resolve this. I want to see these little things happy again. Thank you, my lady. You seem very kind-hearted. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a kindness so much as simply what should be. Mm -hmm. I agree. I'll, I'll take point. Can you see... Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to get it back. And she kind of pushes off the shore back into the water again. I'll be here. And I hope to see this happy reunion. Oh, how she'll dance when she has her little hat. The voice not just emanating out from this lake again. Okay. I can't wait to see this hat. This the must be one heck of a hat. Again. <laughs> Destroy the surface world. <laughs> <laughs> they walk outside. <laughs> It's just her, a it's just a bowler hat. That's what they are. So the group of you moving over to this far easternmost passage here. Yep. Yep. Uh, so as you move up Ooh. towards that area, we have 
even visible once you've gotten closer and gotten the torchlight to the area, there are copious bloodstains visible across the floor of this chamber. None of them look older than a few days, uh, but it is certainly very, uh, very much a slaughterhouse. I think that's the trap. There. Um, let's definitely, okay, I, one of you definitely sees it. Um, what's your perception modifier? Plus eight. Let me just write these down. Eight and seven. Not yours, you're oh. seeking. Eight. Eight and eight. Okay, they're just both eight. Um, I'm, can I designate the Grimbok? I mean, the Morlock is my prey now that I know what it is. You just know it's a Morlock. Okay. Like, it's not, yeah. Um, not an investigator. It's more like Arm doesn't know enough about there being more than one Morlock. He's like, it's a Morlock. The Morlock. It's the Morlock. An investigator would actually work really well. Your eyes open, very aware of whatever might be in, uh, in store here. At the top of another set of these sort of rounded, smoothed steps, you see the faintest glimmer of a wire drawn across the passage, only at about ankle height, quite low to the ground. Oh, it's just like this, the traps that we wanted to set. There's a wire there that will trigger it. Ah, uh, perhaps we sh- should we step over it? it or step over it, maybe. Anything that we, involves us not interacting with it is good. It looks awfully intricate, and, well, you've seen me try to put things together. Yeah, I'd prefer just to step over it. Yeah, I say we just don't just... touch it. That's if fair. anything, we should probably avoid it for now, and if for some reason something dangerous comes after us, we could Anybody always Anybody who's trained in thievery could certainly make an attempt at... I mean, the skill <laughs> you mean the, the skill? guy told us not to take? I, like, I don't want to disarm it. I want to take, like, leave. a big stick and hit the wire. That's fair. Uh, it is, is a visible tripwire you have. I mean, you could you could hit it from a decent distance. We don't know what it's going to do. I'm a yeah, fan you don't of just know what stepping over it. Fire just... Yeah, like, if we just want to avoid it, we can I just, just avoid Let's it. just avoid the yeah, darn thing. Avoid it. Besides, if we set it off, the the Morlock may know we're coming. That's true. Clump, clump, clump. Having the tripwire pointed out to all of you, you would easily be able to pick your way over and around it. Uh, but in the heat of combat, if we were to move to combat mode, uh, it would certainly be an acrobatics check to quickly move over it without triggering it in the future. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, That's fine. But as you move in this tunnel, you can see that again, like so many before it, it branches in two more directions. This red cat cave sprawling in a variety of directions, uh, a passageway directly in front of you and one almost cardinal to your left. Uh, each of them more of these terrace stairs each of them leading up further into the heart of this mountain through which mm-hmm. this cave winds. Are there any tracks uh, maybe in the ground if there's enough dust here to hold them? Blood trails maybe? Yeah, with yeah. all the smears of the blood and everything on the floor, um, you would be able to see that a, certainly bodies about the size of these creatures have been dragged through the northern passageway. I imagine that would be obvious with how bloodstained this is. All right, well, I guess we're going that way. Uh, and both of you would see another thin tripwire across the mouth of this northernmost opening as well. All right, everybody, careful. Right there. Step over that I'll one. See it. Mm-hmm. Like, do we also see a trap or just the wire? Uh, you just see the wire. There is... Nothing immediately obvious about what it does. The wire is put into a tiny little crafted hook and runs up to the ceiling where it 
it's connected uh, like the the cave is smooth but it's a natural cave it just kind of hooks back into dark crevices in the ceiling unclear what exactly it triggers well, we know sharp stones fell from the ceiling. That's all. You can assume yeah, the general uh, general purpose trap. of the trap, yeah. I might also, we may be able to trigger it at range later if we need to. Okay. But as the grip you move, picking your way again very cautiously over this tripwire, now the sounds of this lapping lake of water gently sort of echoing now that you've heard it. Always audible, but muted and distant. Just a soft, rhythmic, like a seashell held to your ear. And the smell becomes one of rancid, rotten fish. Uh, much more potent than the, than the uh, stale ale that you'd smelled before. Uh, at the top of the stairs, there is immediately what appears to be a thick pillar in the center of one chamber, dividing it almost into a donut shape, leaving just enough side uh, not enough space on either side to pass by to see around. Um, you can see the north end opens up just a little bit more. Which way does the blood trail go? But it's all one room. Oh, okay. And uh, on the northern side, past this central pillar, there is an unusual little pile of objects, maybe about two feet tall. Three stacked rocks make the general shape of a frog's head with two round rocks set for eyes. Uh, there's chalk drawings on the side of the rocks to get this frog's mouth jagged little teeth and make its eyes seem really large and empty. And set atop of its head is a faintly glowing skull cap of soft leather. Huh. Well, that was pretty easy. That must be the hut. How much you want to bet there's a trap on the hat? Yeah, there's probably a trap on the hat. Uh, I could try to net it from here. Uh, Can you? Yeah. Uh, I've got a fishing net. I could just try to grab it that way. I'm I just going to look around. Does it look like there might be a another trap on this hat? I, I mean, there is nothing here like... 25 feet back looking through the edge of flickering torchlight at a stack That's of stones fair. and a faintly glowing hat. That's fair. You, there could literally be a cannon strapped to the back of it and it'd be difficult to see. Okay. Well, how about everyone else backs out of this room a little bit while I try to do this? That way, if there is something, it only hits me. Well, if you get ambushed, you'll need the support, though. I think we can stay further away and you can just approach it. Yeah, it should be fine right here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Suddenly fireball. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to get out my fishing net. Okay. Uh, you're definitely going to need to move up. Yeah, I'm going to move up some like, a little bit more. It's pretty behind. Uh, and as you go to move forward, you just barely spot another thin tripwire across this one little passage around the side of this pillar here. There it is. There it is. I'm a trip. I'm, I'm on. I'm not, I'm not going to trip it. I'm going to step <laughs> over it. <laughs> trip it. over it. Yeah. And as you get uh, past it into the, the back side of this chamber and move up uh, within like 10 feet, tossing distance of this net realistically hitting this, you see that the back side of this cave, uh, as it kind of rises up a bit taller than some of the rest of the caverns throughout here, is at about a little above shoulder level, uh, it kind of kicks back on the left side into a niche. And you see another head of one of these little pinklings. Oh no. 
peering down just out of the, the edge of your vision of the darkness up on this ledge, looking down towards you. Its face, a, uh, a, its skin, a much darker pink than the ones you'd seen before. Um, get my net out. And I'm going to try to make a throw at the hat and see if I can grab it back. And as you go to throw it, this little pinkling up top lunges out from its uh, hiding place, jumping down towards you while you're preoccupied with doing whatever the heck it is that you're doing. And you see the top jaw of this thing, its teeth don't lead to the bottom half of the face. It leads to a gray-skinned forehead, bulbous green eyes, an almost goblinoid head, and a hairy body. It's dark pink skin descending across its shoulders in tatters as this Morlock is wearing the flayed yeah, head gross. of a pinkling atop its head and lets out a battle cry as it lunges down towards Arum from on high. And I'm going to need some initiative, my boys. I am scouting. Nice. Yay. Amka's getting tired of all the initiative. Hey, I'm rolling better than the last time. <laughs> it's fighty day. I told you. Oh, it's baby. Uh, like, the more we roll, the lower oh, the progressively get. Oh, so I'm stealing your points. Yes. Uh, I get a 17. Oh, Zosh. I got a 16. Aram. I got a 28. Verja. 14. And Amka. 15. 14, 15, 16, 17, 28. <laughs> that means you execute team execute Morlock. Whatever it's called. And this little Morlock, Morlock. is unsurprisingly going to go right in here. Probably shocking absolutely nobody. Mm, I'm shocked. Um, so wow. Aram, you're kind of on edge up in the front here, and you've already you've seen the thing as it jumps down. Did not get to use stealth for initiative because you saw it first. Uh you see this thing lunging at you. You see it come into view. Uh, it has got a large stone mallet in its hand. Not much more than a sizable boulder lashed to a stout little handle, almost like something you'd use to tenderize meat with as he jumps down towards you with this thing raised up over his head. All right, well, I've got the net out. Um, I'm just gonna- You have the net thrown. The net is thrown, did I catch the hat? Your net is just kind of like it's just kind on of the, on the, the thing. Okay. Statue, yeah. uh, I'm gonna draw my sword and in one smooth movement, um, come down on this thing's head. The thing is up in a niche. It hasn't moved. Oh, yet. sorry. The oh, um, sorry. This is a it had moved. No, it's it's coming out of the niche. It's it's up there. About shoulder okay, height. then I'm gonna draw my bow. Okay. And fire uh, two quick shots at it. Okay. Uh, this is not your prey. But, and you are definitely within volley distance, so you're gonna be taking minus two of these, yep. but you can absolutely do that. Point blank longbow. Remember Woo. the thing that wouldn't be happening? It's what, I, it's what we got, kids. Uh, the first shot goes absolutely wild. Um, it's got this little nook. It's not an easy shot. Come on, show us what you made of. Come on, you little thing. Just stay still for five seconds. No, it's just, it's moving around way too much. Um, once that's done, I'm gonna drop uh, the bow and arrow. Uh, 
and I'm going to uh, pull out uh, my sword and shield. Okay. Now we let people draw a sword and shield or two weapons as one action, so we're not just like... Because yeah, if the thing runs up in my face, like, no, I don't want to be helpless against it. So it's draw, hunter shot, draw. Yeah, okay, that's three. We're good. We're good. Uh, and it comes shooting it down from on high. This little creature with its warhammer overhead, and what looks like it's going to come down in this kind of jumping slam. He hops down and almost scuttles across the floor towards you. Morlocks being kind of gray bulbous and hairy, vaguely humanoid creatures from the Darklands. Uh, I don't have a bestiary card for what they look like, so we're going to have to go with the descriptions. He never brings the hammer down. He runs at you and just keeps it up over uh, overhead while he reaches out with his free hand towards you. And he's about as... Uh, this is much larger than these little lizards. This guy is about probably 5'8". He's uh, like a human-sized... Thing. It's the first thing you've run into in a while that's actually decently big. Yeah, I saw you put the tiny guy in there. He's a, he's a big dude. Uh, and as he lashes out... Give him back their hat! As he lashes out with his hand. Uh, gonna be a 24. Uh, that will hit. And does he, you say something that's like... <laughs> uh, clearly language. This thing, this thing is sentient. Uh, he is not just going to punch you. He, his hand is going to shoot up, impact, and wrap around Aram's throat. Um, oh you are grabbed, and he's going to hit you for 12 points of bludgeoning damage from the smash into your throat. And whatever witty response you may have had is choked off immediately as you are suffocating, as he's got this big, gray, <clears throat> damp hand around your throat. Then the Warhammer comes down. <laughs> Hold the head. Thin hit. Bonk. Whack-a-mole. Uh, he's got a minus two, but you are flat-footed to it. Minus five, but you are flat-footed to it. I was going to say, oh my two. god. He is hunting prey now. <laughs> no, fortunately, not that horrible. 26. I guess you're flat-footed. Uh, and your shield not, is... not going to crit me. That's your shield important. is not up. Doesn't matter. My okay. AC is 19. Solid. Uh... But while he's got a hold of you and he's got an easy hit from this mallet, he is going to bash you for 11 points of bludgeoning damage. I am still up, kids. And he's going to pull it back and kind of like surprised you haven't gone limp. You're going to rest. You're going to see this kind of wild smile across his face. Marska! Bonk! <laughs> hit you again. <laughs> Minus 10, police. I, I rolled it into the die holder. What the heck? Monsters. Monster. Does he get a 20. strike as part of his move? I think it's a grab, a successful grab, then a free hit. Oh, you're ready yeah, to move over to you. He, he doesn't get a last hit. You're right, he doesn't get a last hit. He had to move over to you. I was about to say, that's a lot of action. We'll trust you. Yeah, it's I mean, a totally it's free grab, monsters. but he didn't have to move to you. Yeah. Hanway. <laughs> monsters cheat. Um, Monsters do cheat. If you go to the left, watch for more tripwires. Can I see him from where I am? Is he hitting across he that behind corner? behind the pillar. You can see he's got like a hold of Aram. If I step here, can I see him? Cover, but yeah. Cover, but yeah? Okay. Um, then, uh, in that case, I'm not going to step. I'm going to... Um, it's safe to do this. Uh, <clears throat> 
Probably. Aram, strength for you. And uh, that's going to be a heal spell is going to go off to go and get some of that damage off of him. Uh, so that's going to be 14 points of health back. Mm. And guidance on you. Mm. That brings us to Ozosh. Um, I'm going to move behind it while keeping my eyes peeled for any tripwires Do you want possible. to take a seek action or do you want to take a move action? Those are two different actions. Well, smart thing would do to be is to see if there's any tripwires in the pathway of where I want to go. Okay. So that's, that's a seek action. So your so first seek. action made me a perception check. Oh, say, can you seek? Uh, 23. Oh, the 23 as you look down, there is absolutely a tripwire, one tile in front of you. Okay, I'm going to carefully move around it and try to get on so you can take one move action okay. to pass over it you would move just to the other side of it so one tile it's yep. based on the line between you or you can make an acrobatics check to take a full move action and try to move past it quickly i'm just gonna be the smart one and take the one so action to get around one it. action and second action step over okay third second action, action yep. you and can get up my third them. action i'm gonna i'm gonna place myself so i'm adjacent or like yeah flanking. 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 Yeah. flanking with uh with arms. Good. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you see Ozash move, stop, and carefully pick his way over something. Uh, you may not necessarily have seen it yet, but he definitely saw something or has fear. There is fear. Varja, the height will pair to the darkest cavern, so here. Go kill that. I already know please. what this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's his treat for the day. Without even saying anything, he's um, just like Yee. <laughs> And I, I don't, I don't know. Be careful, Ozosh stepped over something. Keep your eyes open or go the other way. I don't. Oh. <laughs> I know there's a trap here. I'm not sure if there's the, a trap over there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pointing out that Ojas. I can't point out the trap because I don't know it's there. But I'm pointing out yeah. that Ojas was careful over there's there. A... So I'm going to be the, the smart, and I'm not going to take the acrobatics. <laughs> I'm going to spend the move to get across this tripwire. That would be two moves. To That's go there. Two moves. One move to move one square of the tripwire, and one move right. to move anything past it. Oh, so. Oh, so then second one move goes move, here. Second move. Yes, exactly. I thought, I thought one move put you across it. No, it's one move. Like, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you're next to. Realistically, it's were a, I rawing you, you have one move to move up to the tripwire, one square. One move to step over the tripwire, one square. One move to get to the Morlock, two squares. I'm giving you, you're close enough to it, you can step over it okay. with one move and get there in two. That's absurd. We did all point it out and seek this one. I mean, so. that, or there's yeah. an acrobatics check. Or you can make the acrobatics check. <laughs> Either way. Hey, let me just die real quick. <laughs> no. We don't right. even know what the traps do. It could die. just play an air horn and confetti comes out. Yeah! <laughs> 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 I mean, if you trigger the trap now, he's caught in it too. Everyone I, just does maybe. It just makes maybe. Muppet hands. Evidence says that the trap skins you and turns you into a flesh hat. Ah. <laughs> That's the thing you can see. Uh, but two actions so to get closely, uh, carefully up to the Morlock. Bring this uh, this bone pick that I've crafted on over now with magic enhanced into it. And um, I don't have enough actions to rage this turn. So this is just going to be smack. a solid smack trying to pierce through his rib cage and pin him to the wall. Give him a wappity. That's a nice lappity. So, that's a 15, 22. 22 will hit him. Damage 
Ninja's damage. Yeah. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot, That's a lot of, damage. of damage. Barbarian with magic weapon. There's some freaking damage. That is some hot damage right there. That is a one. Oh, I thought that was hot damage. And that is a seven. So eight, nine, eleven. It's either That's seven still, more or one more than on what normal there would be. All right, so a solid slash towards this creature. Uh, stumbles him a bit, but does not loosen his grip on Aram, whose turn it now is. Next turn it will. Uh, so Aram <laughs> would like to break this grapple. Yeah, maybe an athletics check. Um, perfect. I have guidance. Guidance helps. Guidance does help. It does help. Um, I am going to make it my prey also. Okay. Why are you bad at this? Look, I don't know. Because I'm just bad at things. That's because you throw them. You don't have to yeah. throw them. You can just roll them. I mean, you just rolled it out of the dice tray, too. So. That's what I do. Well, I rolled it into the nook at the end. Okay. I just didn't because of my mic. So I didn't go far enough. So in that is a... I forgot what I rolled. You rolled a two. You <laughs> Thank rolled you. a two, dude. Thank Definitely you. Definitely not going to... Uh, ten... Ten does not critically fail, so you are not disbarred from trying again, but uh, that's definitely not going to get away from him. He's got a pretty solid Let's grip on your go throat. ahead and try that again. Minus make, five. Making him your prey, actually. It's minus three. For yeah. uh, for grapple? Or for it's escape? just an, it's a flurry. It's a multiple attack penalty. It doesn't say. Oh, it just makes the, I thought yeah. that was a flurry-specific thing. No, no, okay. it's a hunt then, prey for a flurry. Then minus flurry. three. Yeah, that's why I did it. Never thought it would happen. But you know what? Happen. We're taking oh, no, it. I didn't realize it was part of that. I thought hey, it was that's flurry. double what I got last time. Uh, hell. Uh, so that's a uh, eleven. So as no ten. You ten. see, I just Aram can't win today. Clearly trying to ride away from this. As creature sees everyone come around it. I get blinded. I get grabbed. Does anybody speak undercommon? Probably not. No, no. no. no that's a rare No, that's an uncommon link. You just that's have to get a, to an the, uncommon link. It's like, why would we go to the dark lands? Here's the mallet up. And bops her again. This less over the head and more just like a swing, kind of wide, uh, sort of like towards where verges come in, right into Aram's face. You're going to see my hair bristle when he does that. This is not going to go well for him. <laughs> nope. And this is going to be a 20 versus your flat-footed. Uh, that's going to hit. Because I can't gonna, raise my shield. He's going to bonk you for 17 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, still up. Woo! That's Nazarim somehow refuses to go down. He looks almost kind of confused at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and just pulls it back and just slams the face of the hammer directly into your face. Just like... How about not? Just like frustrated bashing now. Child trying to get the triangle into like a circle hole. It goes into the square hole. It goes into the square the hole. mallet goes in the square hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> 17 versus flat-footed. Nope. How is your base AC 20? Uh, oh, I don't have my. Gets you. Oh, oh seven, that, yeah, that's you right. You didn't raise your shield. That's okay. right. I did not raise my shield. So this will bunk. Bunk. Nineteen points of bludgeoning. I am down. And as uh, he feels arm go limp, he lets go, and kind of scuttles back, uh, past Ozosh to the other side of the cavern, maybe about like ten feet over to the west. You know what that triggers? No escupa. No escape. Can I flank him, or is there no, there's that not you a full square? You probably couldn't fit in there. No, okay. I don't think so. No. But you can definitely still keep him very uh, cornered here. Uh, so, oh, you're already in the right place. Perfect, Hanui. Uh, oh, jeez. Don't worry about Arm. 
Um, yeah, Amka, please. Um, and Hanwi's going to move, uh, stopping where that tripwire is. Um, you see everyone picking across at you. Yeah. And um, let's see. Ah, let's try it. Um, form a, a glowing sphere of energy in her hands. Could happen someday. One of these days, I'll hit something. With <laughs> hit Horizon something with Thunder, Thunder Sphere. sphere. Nat 20. Horizon <laughs> So you gotta yell the name of the attack. Yeah, that's the key. That's the secret. It's that like a Pokemon thing. You have to say the word. So you are going to critically... Sorry, I said, how many Naruto runs this way? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go full weeb on this one, man. Critically hit a Horizon Thunder Sphere against this Morlock here. Gonna be a less lock. <laughs> wow. Almost 28 lightning damage. Almost max damage, too. <laughs> Roll two sixes. That's pretty good. <laughs> and this is going to hit him. And he is absolutely like, you see his bones through his skin for a moment <laughs> as this electrocutes him. And he like jerks backwards and staggers in place and then turns trying to look around like, like he has no idea what just happened to him. <laughs> Oh, Zosh. I'm going to sidestep so I am flanking with uh, Verja. Because that is a full square. That you can definitely do. Yes. And, uh, well, as per tradition, time to light things up a little bit. Some more hitty. Block. <laughs> Flaming spell strike. Yeah, that is good. a 22. That'll hit him. Hitting is all that matters. Oh no. <laughs> I think he's about to be less luck. <laughs> yep. Oof. Uh, that is going to be 8 plus 5, so 13. Okay. It's not as much damage as I thought it was going to do, uh, but. It's still. Yeah, a solid hit that will. That doesn't quite bring him down. I thought I've, I'm still on like first edition Magus Fear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> a solid blast that like brings him down to one knee with this rip of flame, but just isn't enough to put him down. Well, I mean, that's all I can do at the moment. Because I, I had to move to um, get in the range. <laughs> and crab shuffle over here. Naruto running the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> may, may, may the warmth of the sun heal you. I'm gonna just throw a heal out on arm. Here you go. Hey, I take take twelve. Heal for twelve. Uh, I feel better. Oh boy. Uh, how does this guy die? Probably. Well, uh, the man has I six hit, hit points. He, he's Rages. just got a sixteen so, on attack roll. Rage, and. Uh, you ever chopped wood with a pickaxe? No, just like that. The <laughs> motion of chopping wood. Uh, in Minecraft. He, um. <laughs> it's yeah. a. You, I, you bring I, it around yeah. over the shoulder with the momentum, slide your hand up to get a good grip on it, and bring it down with a lot of force. Bring it further up the half so you can get your hand yep. behind this big pick. I mean, it's on its knee. That's how you feed a cat. So. Do you want me to re-roll it? Yes. You re-roll it. Roll it in the friggin' tray. Please. please. You got one. was in the tray. It bounced out. Look, it was my dice do that too. It's 19. It's higher. It went up from a 13 to a 19. That's two total. Which, it's a 27. That's a critical hit. He's flat-footed. Woo! Do you so have a pick? I need, <laughs> I need D12s. That's exactly a crit to him flat-footed. So I, I need two more. I think more. he did. 
One. He lasts power. And you three. have magic weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So this is the fatal D12. He, he, he lasts does lock. not multiply. That is going to be a two. This multiplies. That, wow, that was a really bad terrible. roll. One, two, three. So yeah, four, feet. five, nine, 18, 20 damage. Well, that is a very sad magic weapon, Great Pig Barbarian crit. Well, but, but he has six health. So what, what happens to this Morlock as he looks up at you? Right through the head and crushes his body down to the ground. All that rage and momentum into it just to fold his body in half. And it just crunches this Morlock's figure One, two, into the three stone. on D12s. Ah. The floor of this cavern, already dark. And still hit for 20. With several day old blood and now a wash with the dark acre that was once this Morlock. <sighs> Grabbing my net that has the hat in it. <laughs> As he falls, you reel in your little net and you have this little leather glowing cap and as you look at it up close the center of the top of this it is like a little leather cap like an arming hat the center of it has a little divot in it that looks like it literally has a candle wick that's just glowing it's emanating the light of a torch much more than a candle but there's a tiny little flickering flame that's adorable the, the thing guys it's like a little flame hat Okay. Are, just, are you okay? Just don't nah. don't trip over the trip wires when you come I'm, out again. I know where the trip wires are. I just, just look. My job in that particular instance was to take it in the face, and I did, took it in the face. You did great, Aram. Someone had to take it in the face, and this time <laughs> it did. wasn't Verge's turn. You it gave, was my turn. You gave I mean, Ozosh a run for his money on taking you, things to the face. I, I mean, did you have to have a turn. It's better okay. than any of us would have taken it in the face. Thank, nope. Thank nope. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for saving my life. Us. Thank you for saving our lives. Yes. Verge, I took it in the face so much better than you. Oh, jeez. I survived the fireball. You survived a few hammer swings. I also survived the fireball better than you did. You and I got this hat. Technically, you both survived the fireball just as good because you're both still alive. Oh, Virgil almost died. Yeah. Virgil's, I had a lot more to Virgil survive. was a lot crispier. Arm won that one. And I got this no, hat. No, it's about who took more. Because <laughs> you survived harder. Oh, if harder. you're doing it that way, then See, you took more. See, if you're losing, you just change the game. That's how it works. That's how he's always done it. I love you guys. <laughs> At this point, I, Ozosh is but just I'm, shaking I'm his head. Still keep he's just like, come on, let's, let's, <laughs> return, the cap to the, let's return the cap to the, to the, wow. to the big I got it. Thing. Come on. And, uh, <laughs> carefully taking your way over the trip wires. Back out around to. Are you heading right to the leader or to the elemental? I we're going to the elemental. Yeah, the we're, we're, we're going to the elemental first. Because she can speak so to we need to get the leader back into the elemental. To the room. elemental, this little leather glowing hat in your hands. Next week we can present it to oh. the little Vlindheim leader and. I'm feeling really good about myself right now. Face. I bet you are. <laughs> But how much more lurks in Red Cat Cave here? It's impossible to tell. This is far, perhaps, deeper and more labyrinthine than anyone could have expected. This is 
maybe next this week I'll roll over a five. I'm actually <laughs> really proud that we just didn't murder everything we saw. Yeah, I wasn't I mean, sure how the blind time thing was going to go, but we know we didn't immediately turn to just setting the nests on fire. Yeah. I thought it was going to happen. I thought about I it. I thought, I thought it real hard. I, the room. I mean, I was just... And this is bait from Paizo. They're like, here's a scroll of Fireball. Oh no, a cave with seven enemies in it. What do you do? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was pretty tempting. I'm like sitting here going, I, I, I kind of want to. Y'all want to commit some war crimes? <laughs> Yeah, if you hadn't been blind to this, all would have gone very different. Thanks <laughs> for being here, everyone. Thanks yes, for hanging thank out you. with us. Next week, the remainder of Red Cat Cave, and hopefully we find some kind of hope for the Broken Tusk following. We've got another great show coming for you, and hopefully you guys will be there. Enjoy the rest <laughs> you of your You guys weekends. are like the worst. Good night, everybody. <laughs>